so loud. So loud. I gotta unmute you here. It never gets old. The song never gets old. Deftones, everybody loves that. Unlike us, uh, we definitely got old. <laughs> What's going on, man? How have you been? I'm just trying to get into the camera there. Can you see me? Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Fucking, you missed me. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, not in front of the kids. Promise you would do this today. <laughs> oh, what's going on, everybody? Coming in from wherever, wherever the hell you're at in the you know bigot world. This is Mitch. One of uh, many subjects of some of the more seedy and horrifying stories I've told over the years. <laughs> you can attest to either we're there for or we're a direct uh, participant in or something. Um, from I think you're still in the Oshawa area. You're from there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Originally. That sucks also. It's just a lot of bad news coming out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I live, uh, I'm like half hour away from Toronto. Right on. And uh, yeah, and we were both no. in the RCR together. That's where I met you. I was thinking this yesterday. That was like 15 years ago. Isn't that fucking insane? 2006. Man. Yeah, man. <sighs> Look how, like you were, I used to make fun of you for being old. You were like, I remember when you turned 30, you were like, man, I'm fucking 30. I was like, ha, now look at me and look at you. Why do you look younger than me? What the fuck is going on here? Less stress. I don't have a podcast. <laughs> Probably, yeah, that has something to do with it. Yeah. Oh, how's everything going on your end? How's the kids and the, 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 old, the wife and the, and the pandemic? I'm sure you're staying home and staying safe and doing all the rule following you're supposed to do. And I mean... War is one yeah. thing. Yeah, I just but, took my mask off. <laughs> yeah, just now, finally. I mean, yeah, I don't like to wear one because I'm a bigot and I'm a horrible person, but I assume you have it on in the shower. You, you and your wife use the glory hole, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Fuck. Can you believe that was an actual like health, health recommendation? Oh, yeah, God. I wish what I couldn't. What a time. Well, you know... <laughs> The government, uh, I think that's why, I mean, I hate it so much, but it's like, I think it's because we spent so much time being told what the fuck to do all the time by stupid people that we didn't respect, that uh, you just run out of gas for it after a while, you know? <laughs> Finally, I'm out of the army, I don't have to be told what to yeah, do anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we also got to, uh, we got to peek behind the curtain a little bit too, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, we kind of yeah. know how it works. Uh, you're involved, are you on the, uh, you're on the Mefloquin suit as well, I think, right? That's correct. Yeah, isn't that fun? Should be getting my money any day now. <laughs> <laughs> any decade, lifetime now. <laughs> yeah, just take the pills. They're safe and t- safe and effective. They're t- and it's it's fine. It's it's super not. I mean, we is used your, to talk. Uh, is your audience informed on Mefflekin? Do they know a what's bit. up with that? I've talked about it a little yeah, bit. You, but you, can go, it? you can if you want to. Yeah. How is uh? I mean, I've sure. talked about it before with the. Uh, just um and i mean maybe you could maybe it's been the same it's different for everybody but it's the same for everybody in a lot of re- a lot of ways you know the 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 angry you know tirades and the stress and the anxiety and the, it's like they misdiagnosed so many people with ptsd and that never really sat well with me like i guess if that's what's wrong with me but i always thought there was something else that i couldn't quite put my finger on and then this kind of shit so i was like this sounds like um i've never felt right since and it's like since we started taking those it's like i never really got back to 100 percent. it's like there's just something off like, you know what i mean like a brain fog that's hard to describe well, you're half right because it attacks your brain stem. <laughs> well, okay, doctor. 
you call me doctor for the rest of the episode. Please. I will. I will do that. <laughs> doctor Short. I'm a doctor. I identify as a doctor sexually. So, I mean, that's, it's fine. They don't mind. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, with uh, Methylkin, I don't know how many people know about it or if they know the particulars, but obviously we do because we, we lived it and we, mm. we are friends with the people whose lives are destroyed from it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody knows about Lionel Desmond. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's probably the worst worst case scenario. Yeah, uh, uh, I talked about that on here. Triple murder or suicide. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to get into it if you already got into it. Uh, a little it's bit, but I mean, you know, it, he was he was he was in the or sister company. He was he was I company, but stupid. Uh, and then there's all the other the fucking suicide. I mean, I talk with that all the time. I was like, I know more people that. I mean, the amount of people we know for that just have died of some suicide is ridiculous. I get to point sometimes. I'm like, I wonder what that guy's doing. All oh, right, he's dead. I forgot. Like, I forget who's alive a lot of the time. There's stat many of them. Yeah. One of the, one of the Anderson brothers took their life on my wedding day. And no. my, one of my groomsmen was uh, a guy from India Company that we went this overseas with. And he told me about it on my wedding day, man. Like, right uh, before I was about to walk down the aisle. Oh, well, you know how hard it was to walk that out? Yeah, he could have waited. I know. <laughs> who was that, John? No. Who, who told, I think I know who you mean. He was a he was a recon uh, guy, right? Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, who what was the guy's name? Yeah, Dave. Yeah, okay. He just wanted to fuck with you. I know. He, said, what, he said in hindsight, I wish I didn't tell you. Yeah. I waited. <laughs> well that's that's what you that's what it that's the infantry way. It's like you gotta fucking I don't know, it's like constantly shit testing each other for some reason. I remember I was trying to think, I was like, what is my first memory of you? that I really vivid, that I'm like, and it was this motherfucker <laughs> because we were doing an inspection. You remember this? And, uh, and Donnie was there. Yeah. Donnie Lucas was, you know exactly what I'm going to say. And uh, for whatever reason, I, I couldn't, I misplaced them, didn't take them. Nobody likes to wear these stupid ID discs. They're gay, you know. I just put them in my pocket after a while, you know. But uh, they wanted them. I didn't have one. So Chris Stanix, being the good guy that he was, he's like, here, just borrow mine. You know, they're just, he's not even going to know. He's going to look at him. Okay. And you overheard this and knew that this was what was happening. And Donnie came by and was like, okay, good, good. And you know, Sergeant, you should read the name on it. <laughs> and he's like, I was like, who the fuck is this asshole? What is wrong with you? What a dick. <laughs> fucking dick move. And then Donnie was all over me. Yeah. Oh, you thought you'd fucking pull a fast oh, one on old Donnie, did you? I'm like, no, sorry, I no, no. <laughs> I'll be fucking seeing you later. Made sure you guys had your ID cards and everything too. After that, he's like, "Oh yeah, ran you through the coals." Yeah, yeah. He was like checking my boot sizes and shit. Like he was like, "I gotta fucking check check you top to bottom now." I'm like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" You know? Yeah, he was a great guy. I liked him a lot. There I am, standing at attention, almost pissing myself laughing. (laughs) You were right behind them, laughing your ass off. I'm like, "You fucking son of a bitch!" (laughs) You have a habit of doing that. We were just laughing in the um. In the chat there too is that other people don't know. We both did the uh, the seesaw selection together as well. We both did that together, and uh, there was a time one of the events we were doing. It was like towards the end, I think, the last couple of days, and it was the middle of the night or four in the morning, whatever the fuck. And we had the rucksacks and the and the yeah. and it was a long haul. And I caught it anyway. It came up and I was like, "Oh, it's, it's shorty, what's up?" And you were like, "Man, you got any water left, man?" so thirsty and yeah there's some water you owe me some i was like me being the nice team player guy that i am i'm like yeah yeah here have some of my over half full canteen that i've been nursing and you're just like this and just dummied the whole canteen and then gave me i was like you motherfucker and you're like well i don't have any water now neither do you it's fair yeah that was uh that was the run 
was yeah, a it, death run we did. It started as a long run, and they're like, "Just yeah. run!" To, they st- right, we started, and they're like, "Just run to the end of the cones, boys!" And everybody went, yeah. and I started jogging slowly. And the staff was like, uh, "Number fifteen, are you gonna go any faster?" And I'm like, "How how far are the cones?" And he went and ran away. So it's like it goes a long way. It was like twenty fucking k. It was like a twenty k run. And then when you yeah. get to the end, they were like, "Oh, are you done? No, here's your rucksacks and all your shit." And you got to walk another fucking few hours with all this crap on. It was. <laughs> that was a fun day. <laughs> but yeah, that was, just, a, that was t- a tough one. That was a hard time. I remember uh, the medic gave me something like two or three hours before that. I can't remember what it was, but it was something they weren't like supposed to give you. What was that? Morphine. Anyway, it. it yeah, wish. We're gonna the thing on that run. Meth. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I just remember both my both my hammies and my glutes started cramping up, and I was like, "Oh no, what did they give me?" <laughs> uh- <laughs> He sabotaged you. Uh, Never take anything from the staff. They're only trying to kill you. Fuck, man. My feet were so fucked at the yeah, end of that. Do you remember? Yeah, that that could be applied to everything. Yeah. You wrote bad. My yeah, man. We look like fucking extras oh. in zombie movies. You made fun. I was told that story, too, because I had, like, blood blisters, like, that big on the, both of my heels because I <laughs> I did this the CF sock system. I thought this was a good idea for some reason. <laughs> the last day of the fucking whole thing. And we're... <laughs> And I'm like, man, I'm getting hot spots on my feet. You know what I should do? It's the CF sock system. Like, for some reason, that briefing from, like, 15 years ago pops into my head. And now the socks and my boots are just doing this. And fucking cooked my feet. And I was like, oh, God, they're all tight. And they were fucked. And I was trying to walk to the mess after it was over. And you were coming back with uh, a couple of the other guys. And I was like, ah, walking around on the balls of my feet all fucked up. And you were like, zombie! And, like, it didn't help me. It just, like, made fun of me. And, le- and I'm, like, hobbling across. You guys got in a truck and drove away. I was like, could give me a drive. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no room for zombies. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm a human supremacist. I don't work for you. Oh, yeah. you guys are dicks. Oh, those were funny times. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago too. What was that? Two thousand nine, ten. Yeah, two thousand nine, September two thousand nine. It was yeah. the first seven day uh, selection serial, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Yeah, that was fun. Wasn't. <laughs> nah. Good experience though. I enjoyed it after the fact. That was a hard time. Pardon me. Cut out there for Thanks. a second. Am I breaking up? Yeah. Breaking up with me? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're back now. All right, good. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know, man. I think uh, I think about, like, T-Sor and BHF coyotes all the time because, like I said, I didn't make either of them. But I, mean, I always think back to, I wonder what the outcome would have been if I didn't do tour first and get a yeah. peek behind that curtain. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely took some steam out of shit because I remember when I, by the time I got around to doing the uh, the Dwyer Hill one, I, that's always what I wanted to do. And then by the time I got there, I was just like, I, you know what I mean? It's like, I know I'm too depressed with this whole shit. I'm too disillusioned with everything. It's hard to put your fucking, cause you gotta be, you gotta be willing to die there on these fucking things. You know what I mean? These aren't like show up and fucking do some pushups and you know, it's, it's like, no, no, we're going to break you fucking real. We're going to try real hard. I watch grown men like, cry and quit within 10 minutes you know what i mean like these are and these were hard it's yes it's no joke man so it's like if you're not on the ball 100 percent mentally like you're not gonna fucking make it anyway and uh you know it's just i wouldn't yeah it's, it's interesting i think about that a lot too what what what, what would have been different and if then I, you got I, guys who 
who just run right through it. They they go, they do it twice, and they're like, yeah, it wasn't easy. It wasn't too bad. It was easy. <laughs> they're just mentally. Like, the yeah, I mean, we knew a few of those guys, right? I think uh, yeah. Marcus did it a couple of times, and yeah, um, yeah, a bunch of guys did that kind of stuff. Uh, Cannabear. It sounds like cannabis. Uh, it says thank you both for your service. True grit. Well, I'm just a complainer. I mean, I don't. I never really did much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Uh... I'm still not in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I uh, remember correctly, I just made your life a living hell. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, he didn't help. Yeah. You woke up on you woke up on my PMQ couch covered in Bud Light cans. No more than once. I know that. Every Sunday for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> that was for great. That was a great year, though, man. That was hilarious. Do you remember? I was thinking this too. I was like some other funny ones when we were in Cyprus after the tour was over, and uh, you went on. You just decided to go on a rampage. You're just going to be a huge dickhead. Oh, I did. And yeah. uh, I, I, don't, I watched it Literally happen. Literally everybody I could find. Yeah, this guy, this huge guy, was the only thing he was wearing was like a Speedo and a Scottish flag, and he was like 6'4 and like 250. He looked like a pro wrestler. And he was at a table with a bunch of people, and you just came running out of, out of somewhere, and you went, ha, ha, and flipped his table over and then ran away down the street, and he was like covered in beer, like, what the fuck? And he saw us laughing, and he cornered us later, and he was like, where's your friend? And we're like, what friend? I don't know. He's like, the outrageous one who flipped the table. I'm like, I don't know, man. What? And you just, uh, yeah. Yeah, you... I remember that. <laughs> Cyprus was wild. I tell people about that all the time. That was so my first night. Couches uh... are, guys were just pissing in the lobby naked. There's like a couch floating in the pool. <laughs> guys are just, there's families trying to have their family vacation. And oh, like, what man. the worst possible place to put, uh, you know, a bunch of bunch of women and children around a bunch of these maniac 20 something year old guys with you know, de-stressing to the max with too much money and you know nowhere to go oh, <laughs> that was my first time drinking vodka and red bulls mm. in cyprus and it, and it was also my last yeah it's a good call hi <laughs> my kidneys hurt yeah. when you wake up and your kidneys hurt oh man i drank so many of those things i didn't even go back until the sun rose and i saw uh remember barone of course, our roommates. He was he was sleeping. He was sleeping in the hallway. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. There was another <laughs> another guy. I don't want to say his name, but you know who I mean. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys um, had a had a chick with him, but uh, his room was occupied. You know, so he went into this and and kicked. It. He was sleeping in bed. And he went in and like dragged him out in the middle of the night. And he's like, what's going on? He's like, shut up. Threw a pillow at him in a blanket. He's like, go find somewhere else to fucking sleep. <laughs> Brings his sl- <laughs> this chick into his bed, slams the door. And he's standing there holding the pillow in his underwear. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that oh was Oh, my Cyprus. God. Was that the... Was that, that was your was roommate. It uh, was an India company guy. No, was that, was your, that was your roommate for a, a number of years. Oh, that who did it to him? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you. I know what you're saying. This is hard when you don't want to say names. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can understand why you don't want to say their names. <laughs> well, I mean, some of these guys are married now and have lives and... That's all coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Full Draw Scarf says, good afternoon. Biggest yeah. cheers to Let's you both. subject. <laughs> let's, let's. Death to Stalin and the rest of the Cirques. Yeah. Yeah, we did the uh, we did that 07 tour. We were in the same platoon. Uh, you had the best fire team partner in the world, I remember. Um, the C6 team you were on, where he did all of the work and you didn't do anything. That's what I remember. Yeah, I remember it that way too. 
<laughs> just ju judging by this photo here. I love this picture. I don't yeah. know if you can see it. I had to pick this one because I'm like, that is... And number two for everybody watching at home. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. The cigarette hanging out, you're just laying there defeated, just like, I fucking hate everything. <laughs> oh, I remember you know when this picture was taken. I had on there? Yeah. Fuck. I had the, C I had the C6, I had the, which is about 35 pounds. I had the yep. Predator pack with two belts of ammo, which is another 24 pounds. I had 10 fucking uh, C7 mags. Two grenades, two M72s, and a backpack full of shit. Yeah. That's what you're laying on. And we went 14K. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and, and it was like 70 fucking degrees. Oh, it was so hot, something, man. Something it was like uh, late May. Late May in Afghanistan. Yeah. Panjway. Yeah. Fuck. Um, was it you that was How with... How you uh, with that news about Panjway? Oh, that was... I mean, yeah, we, I was talking about that a little while ago. It... it um. I mean, I don't know. I kind of made peace with it years ago. I was like, this was nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that it was just nonsense. Like, we never should have fucking been there in the first place, really. It had nothing to do with us, and the government just used us for fucking, you know. Um, so I was mad about it a long time ago, and a lot of guys are just getting mad about it now. Like, wait, wait is this all for nothing? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of figured that out a, lot, a while ago. I mean, I, I did my grieving yeah. process already, so. But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's just like, the story the circle has come it's like the vietnam guys and whoever it's like you know it's the same shit you get into the military industrial complex you know endless war cycle and then it's like you know you go in the meat grinder you come out the other end if you do and then uh you're left yeah. like what the fuck was that for and there isn't really a reason it was just a job you know and that's a that's a bad reason to be going off you know killing scores of people and blowing up everybody and really not a good justification for that no, Tired I head. still feel bad for the. I still feel bad for the people of Panjway, you know, like uh, hairdressers and nurses and <laughs> teachers. Yeah, they're probably all dead now if they didn't get out, or worse, sold into sex trafficking. I mean, how much of that shit did we see over there? Yep, every fucking day. Yep, I've tell I talk about that a lot too. The um, like we would they would have like uh, they would just rape kids. Like in front of us. Not, I mean, not in front, but like next, like 10 meters away in that building. Remember in uh, uh, Wilson there, Massengar. PBW? Uh, was it or PBW? PBW yeah, is where they hit so the front gate where the fucking, the, uh, the big white building was there to the left. With the, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, where they had the, the A&P guys would go in there and they would just <laughs> fuck kids, you know, like loudly, you know. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to ignore that. That's not our problem, boys. It's not what we're, isn't it? You know, and other times... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is our problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of hard to live with at times, you know, and um, and watching the fucking... Um, I remember another time I was watching these... There's an A&P position, I don't know, where, like two kilometers away. You could see it from the front gate, and you could just hear the, you know, the rockets impacting on them and the tracers fucking flying into the... And we they were just... Uh, yeah, it's not our AO. Like, what are you taught? You know, like, none of it made sense. Yeah. None of none of it really made any I sense. I was on... Uh, and you could... I was on shifts at the rear... When you were on the front gate, I was on one of the OPs, I think above the uh, comms building, and I, I called it in too, and I got pretty much the same answer. Yeah. And I remember I got off shift, I ran down with like all my full kit, and there was this uh, Afghani police officer laying there. He got shot seven fucking times with an AK at Point Blake Range, and he lived. Did you believe that shit? Well, did he live? To, he lived to the to the bird anyway. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them after that. Yeah, no, we did. I I, uh, I asked our medic. I was oh, like, really? I don't know if that guy lives. And he fucking lived. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's... What, that's the same day they, uh, they started bringing in the truckloads of, uh, of dead bodies. 
I was with talking all, you know, about all this the RPGs, IEDs. Literally yesterday uh, or the day before, there was a, a Toyota Hilux or something. And yeah, they and they were just, yeah, just bodies they're like in the just back. Fucking using something equivalent of like a push broom, and they're just taking like there's fucking severed heads and yeah. like missing yeah. body parts. Yeah, oh, just man, all some of those people are like 14 years old. Yeah, just all stacked up in the back of a truck, and I was watching one guy like slam the tailgate trying to get it shut, like right in this guy's dead guy's head, like trying to just, it was just barely not closing. And then the other guy, and then two of them were there, like trying to slam the fuck. I'm sitting there watching this. Like I'm 20 years old <laughs> or 21, you know, at the time, just like, this is something to see, you know? And then you've got people yeah. over here, you know, AOC is in the white house being like, I'm literally trying, someone took a picture. Someone took a selfie from my desk. I have PTSD. This is worse than nine 11. It's uh, the discrepancy. Like people don't get, like they don't understand what's possible, I guess. Oh uh, man, they don't have a fucking clue. No, and I, I don't think that's it's going to be a rude awakening for if things go fucking. I do too, man. They go sideways. Yeah. What are you? What are you? How are you? Uh, how are you sitting with all this? Or where do you see things going? Are you having a good time? You think Canada's on the right? Uh... I'm just preparing for winter at this point. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think if anything's going to happen, it's going to be in the winter. Not going to be a lot of protests when it's minus 30 outside. Yep. And uh, that's when, you know, they're going to have the cases and all the, the blaming the, unva- the pandemic of the unvaccinated and stuff they're calling it out. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, um, and that, that's, kind of, uh, that's kind of what started me up doing a lot of this shit in the first place was because just, like, we did all this and then, you know, we buried all these guys and they're still dying all the time. And then you turn around and see the government give Omar Khadr $11 million. And, you know, mass import all these guys into, their, into our fucking homes where we live, where our women and children live. And uh, treating them like they're some kind of, you know, while, while discarding our own people, our, you know, never mind the veterans and the, and the troops, but like just the people that live here. Uh, people that are on like wealth, you know, they're disabled, like they've got problems and like we don't, we're not even taking care of our own citizens. We're taking care of, you know, people on the other side of the planet who don't even give a shit. They're just here to take, you know, give us the free gibbs. They're not even, they weren't even like importing like... Um, Speaking of the, the Taliban takeover, they weren't even taking, like, the uh, interpreters or anything. Do you know what I mean? Or any of the people that, like, put their necks on the line to help us. Like, that's not who they were importing over here. It was just whoever the fuck. So it's like, who's, you know, this government doesn't give a fuck. They don't really care. It's all just a game to them. And it's like, well, it wasn't for us. Um, you know, I probably, you probably do too. I still have these pictures of these guys and stuff on my wall. I see that every day. It was no fucking game. These were real guys. And now they're fucking gone because you guys decided, you know, being the government, you wanted to fucking play some kind of game. And now you're going to act like, uh, well, it doesn't affect them, right? It doesn't, didn't affect them personally. They can just go on with their lives. No, but I have to tell you, uh, when I went home from my HLTA, uh, I got drunk in Germany and missed my flight. And then <laughs> nice. they reconnected me to another flight. They fucking, they, they, they asked me to apologize. And I was like, apologize for what? And they're like, you missed the plane. We had to take your uh, luggage off. And I'm like, well, is the connecting flight free? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, why the fuck would I apologize then? <laughs> they made you pay for your own, for your connecting flight or another one? Yeah. yeah. But fault. I woke up, I got on the, I got on the plane, I passed out drunk and I woke <laughs> up and I was sitting, you don't want to believe this, sitting next to a fucking member of parliament. Wow. He goes, uh, he, he's like, he's prodding. He wants to know what I'm doing on the plane. And I tell him and he shows me his business card. And I'm like, look, man. Do you remember you're who the it was? Last fucking person I want to talk to about this. No, no. But I said that to him, and then uh, that was it. That was the, that was a conversation. It was very awkward for like the next eight hours. 
<laughs> well, I mean, they don't put any skin in anything. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't, they don't risk shit. They'll make the decisions to send people into the, into these situations, but they don't, it's not the old days. Like the King doesn't ride into battle with his fucking men anymore. We have, uh, you know, a bunch of fat, soft, spineless babies that sit here and, and, and now like that was bad enough. And those same people now are like, well, now we're going to ruin your lives and close your businesses and tell you where you can go and where you can't go. And Hey, we're going to make, we're going to basically, uh, you know, segregate society and try and, you know, pressure you and use psychological warfare on you and your family and your children and so on to, to make you do things like at what point does like <laughs> the anger levels have got to be like, how much can these fucking people get away with before people snap? You know, um, I have, zero, you know, I don't know. It's, it's not, it shouldn't be a shock to a lot of people. I have zero respect for, for basically 98% of the government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like the ones we respect are in a position where they can't do anything anyway. Yeah, yeah. isn't it weird how that seems to work, right? Yeah, it's almost like it's a pattern. Yeah, it's like there's something going on. Did you, did you get a wooby? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I, I don't... Uh, one of the guys on YouTube was asking about the, the hoodies. Yeah, I just got badmofoco.ca. Sean Hartson just made all those. I put it on. It's, you've probably seen the picture on Instagram there. The old 82 pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Airborne uh, yeah, pattern. Sorry. Yeah, they're dope. Yeah, I like I like those dudes. Uh, I'm sorry, what'd you say his name was again? You just had him on your show. The uh, the fitness guy he looks like a fucking Viking. Oh yeah, it was Sean Zimmer. That's a different guy, but yeah, he's Zimmer. also yeah, yeah. Sorry, he's in Winnipeg running a backyard uh, rebel gym essentially. Yeah, I started oh. following him on Instagram. Yeah. I was like, yeah, man, he rules. Awesome. Yeah, yeah he yeah. rules. We need more guys like that. How's your? Uh, yeah. It funny enough, like that's it, this is all your fault. Well, not all your fault, but probably your fault because you were training for uh, you were training for JTF two. I think at the time, like way, way, way back, like after tour. And this was back when I was like doing that seemed insane to me. It was like I could never do something like that. That's way beyond me. Like that's fucking retarded, right? And then uh, yeah, and you got in great shape, and I was not. I was a tiny. I tell them all the time. Like I was one hundred forty five, one hundred fifty pounds, maybe. I was not that fit. I was not in great shape at all. And then uh, you're like, oh, I'll take you to the, we'll go to the gym. And we went to the gym one day and it was like within 10 minutes. Yeah, I remember you were just standing there being like, this is what, this is what you fucking said. <laughs> you go, seeing you try to exercise makes me realize how fit I actually am. <laughs> I was like, wow. Ooh. <laughs> ruthless okay uh, well, i mean it's true but uh, have you have you ever not been in shape since no not really <laughs> i think i've been I haven't stopped since yeah i've been that was that was probably yeah. when was that 2008 so maybe i got no actually i got real fat after that after tour i remember that now i got right fat i bloomed up to like 205 pounds not a good 205 either like i was just i'm just my only diet is going to be pizza and liquor for like a full year and, uh, you know, I'll oh su be surprised at the consequences and not understand why my pants don't fit anymore. So, yeah, I've been a little guy, a fat guy. I've been all the things. Oh, what happened? Uh, it's a swat away a fly in through my <laughs> phone. That's the Mefloquin range! And I missed the fly. It's a fly! <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't have to punch your phone because there's a fly uh, there. It's the Mefloquin range, right? It could be. Oh, yeah, we got off topic with that. Let's talk about that. How much, like, how much have you gone into it with your audience? Not a ton. You know? Just basically, like, what it does and what it did, and you know, my, you know, some of the shit that's done to me personally, and um, that there's a massive, you know, 
mass tort litigation yeah. lawsuit from Howie Saxon Henry. And I keep saying it for other other guys that might be watching that were if and anybody that was deployed, I think, since like the nineties that may have been given this stuff, you're probably eligible for something because it does all kinds of shit to your, your brainstem and basically mimics the same symptoms as like severe PTSD, yeah. which explains why, you know, because we were like, how are these clerks and like Air Force people and like like you you, you sat in an air-conditioned trailer the whole time. Yeah, man. How do you, how are you traumatized? Like, PTSD is not like, I got scared once. It's like, I was going to die. Like, I was pretty convinced I was going to die. You know, like, I, it was over. You know, yeah. like, that a level of, like, fear that it, like, res causes residual fucking. And I was like, how did that happen with, to you? Like, did they run out of French fries at the DFAC? And you, you know, I don't understand. But the pill, but, and some of these people were legitimately fucked up. So I'm like, I don't get it. The pills are doing it. it that's the only thing that makes sense. And there's a lot of evidence to say that that is the case, yeah. but uh, you know, it's like, the only thing that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the government is uh, refusing to. I know. Admit the, it. The one thing I want to drive home for anybody who is listening is that when they when they uh, issued us the mefloquine for the reason of anti-malaria, and when they gave it to us, they already knew that it was poisonous or methylene toxicity yeah. they already knew the damages that it was going to do to people but they gave it to us anyway because the alternative was slightly more expensive think about that yeah yep just like agent orange and just you know and and this is the same government right now that says take the take the uh, the i've been calling it the penetration to get away from the algorithms if you say the v word it doesn't like that yes. So if you're going to get penetrated, yeah. they, with the, you don't want to get double penetrated. You get double penetrated. That's the worst. You're <laughs> fucked then. And if you get three, if you get three P, you're fucked. It's over for you. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, trust them. It's safe and effective because they would never lie. They would, you know, never do anything that would uh, definitely not. I mean, it's like, fuck, man. They, you know, we trusted them and they fucked us over. And now they're not even, go yeah. they're not even willing uh, to admit culpability that they did anything wrong. They're going to fight us in court, which they're doing again. How many years left are on this suit? You can only do seven years, right? How many years are left? I, I don't know. It's got to be getting close. Three? It hasn't even... It's been at least three or four years. It's been, I'd say, probably three or more. Yeah, maybe three or four. Maybe. Since we've since it started, and it hasn't even... You know, they just keep deferring to this and changing that. Like, they just keep dragging their heels and deliberately to, trying to fucking buy time and trying to blame the uh, pharmaceutical companies who told them. They're like, no, we, we disclosed everything. We told you this is what it does. These are the known side effects. We, you knew all of this. You just didn't give a shit. And they, they lost all of our medical files, too. And they didn't debrief everybody like they're supposed to. They didn't tell us what the side effects were. They didn't do anything they were supposed to do. It was criminal negligence, which caused probably a lot of death. Um, like you were talking about Desi there and, and a lot yeah. of other guys. Like He was like that story shocked me because that was so unlike him. And it's like, you know, people go, oh, well, you never really know somebody. He's like, no, we, we didn't work in an office space where it was nine to five, you know, where it could be like Patrick Bateman working next to you and you have no fucking idea. He's, you know, we live on top of each other for months on end. Like, you get a pretty good sense of a guy, right? You get a, you know what I mean? You're fucking literally yeah. shitting in the same hole in the ground together. Like, it's, you don't, uh, it's really hard to, so for him to, to do that was just really like, what the fuck happened there? That doesn't, you know, that, that had to be some kind of drug-induced, uh, because that guy wouldn't hurt a fly, really. Like, he was the nicest fucking uh, guy. That broke my heart when I heard that, man. I yeah. was at work when I found out about that, and I, like, I needed, like, a half hour by myself. before and When I, my boss came up and asked me, and I, I told him, and I'm like, yo, man, this is what happened. I need, like, I need, like, an extra 15 minutes on lunch where I'm yeah. going home. I was walking and, up my uh, stairs. He like, oh, and he's, 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 like, a big vet guy, so he was on board with it. But, oh, yeah. Man. 
I, I was walking up my stairs at my house and I saw it on my phone that it came in on the news. And I remember I like basically dropped my phone and just kind of sat there on the stairs, like just trying to hold it in for like probably 15 yeah. minutes. And like one of my uh, kids was like, Oh, what's wrong? I was like, just, uh, I gotta go, gotta go sit in the bathroom and turn the water on for a few minutes. You know what I mean? Like it was, you know, senseless. Like, cry in the shower like a real man. Yeah. Yeah. Cry in the shower like a real man. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> hold it in. And t- <laughs> So I tell, that's what I, where's my, uh, is this one? Yeah. At the, my goodbye. The, thanks for watching. Follow, subscribe, share, and cry in the shower. Said that for quite a while. That's ah, you, that, nice. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> cry in the that's shower hilarious. like a real man, you know? And, uh, yeah, yeah, it just, it's so senseless. And all the guys that, you know, they keep checking out and it's like, you can't replace that. And there's only so many. And it's like losing a piece of your family because there's nobody else. Like, there's no replacements for that. And there's other guys that do other tours or whatever, but no one was on that one. There's only that, that one moment in time that we were all that, you know what I mean? It's a finite, limited amount of guys, and they're just, you know, gone, gone. gone. Like more of them are gone all the time, and it's like, fuck. You know, there's, it's like uh, the last of the Mohicans or something. It's like, who, who's, how many are going to be left here in 10 years? You know, it's... Uh, it's not like yeah, it's the one Anderson, of my favorite stories. <laughs> the Anderson brothers too, right? Like there were so many. Um, there was a bunch of guys when I got to Third Battalion. It was just like fuck. Every week it seemed like there for a while, for a couple of months. It was just like, the recon warrant and like it was you know it was nuts. Um, and oh and the fuck yeah, there's been some bad ones. Yeah, it was uh, Martin. You remember that one? That was. I do. Yeah, yeah that, I remember that one very well. Him and I didn't get along, like I would not, not the slightest bit, but that, right. I was still heartbroken when I heard the news. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was talking was to him. Many, man. Yeah. And I, I told that story because I was at JPSU at the same time, too, because I fucking went crazy for a little while. <laughs> I was like, ah, fucking snapped. Yeah. Started like kick beating in there, like, whoa, you need to fucking chill out. And they put me in this fucking, you know. And Martin was up there and, and he was a sergeant at the time. And I remember sitting next to him in the fuck, you got to go in and check in with these fucking idiots who don't know, they don't you know and uh and he's like last week i I was like how are you making out or whatever i was talking to him and he's like well i used i was a section commander in the infantry i was in charge of you know 10 guys and millions of dollars of equipment and an apc and all this stuff and like now he's and he looked at me and he says now i mow the lawn you know they had him mowing the lawn and and everybody would drive by on the way to the on the way through the base to the battalion lines every day see him and he you know like how humiliating is that like, they don't, and they go, oh, it's a nice low-speed job for a low-stress, just mow the lawn. Like, yeah. you can't take a guy like that, you know, the proud fucking warrior culture, and then make him mow the lawn like he's 14, and then have the, you know, it was like, who's thinking of this kind of shit? It, I don't know. Like, taking these guys away from their support structure, the people that understand them the most, and then hiding them somewhere else is like the backwards. It's completely the opposite. And when I got back to the unit, I was the only person they told me at that time. I don't know if since. It's like, you know, the, you're the only person to ever come back from there, from JPSU. <laughs> it was a death sentence. If you went there, it's over for you. You're never coming back. You're on the way out. I fucking clawed my way back in. Nah. And they were like, uh, and, and nobody cared. Nobody even yeah. asked me. Not one officer. Nobody was like, so, you know, like, do you guys know this whole thing is broken as fuck? Like, this system is garbage. And they're like, well, how did you get back? I was like, I just told them what they wanted to hear because that was the only way to get my job back. It's like, just tell them what they want to hear because there's no, they're just like, just take pills and do all this shit. I'm like, this is all fuck. No, I'm good to go. Everything's fine. Let's go back to work now. Never mind. And that was in like, fuck, 2010 or something. I can't, 12. I don't know. I don't know when that was. I have no idea now. When I uh, left, when I left the infantry, 
and my uh, OT got approved to Air Force firefighter. And I was, you know, doing my job there. No problems. I'm there for about a year. And uh, I started having some, like, issues with Afghanistan because this is around the time of my drinking. That you so stopped all drinking. All that stuff that I was suppressing started to come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you, 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 I don't think you've been drinking now in years, haven't I you? I remember, right? Uh, it'll be 12 years this year, I think. Is it that long? I was going to say five or six. <sighs> don't worry. I've been keeping up for the both of us. <laughs> Good job. Congratulations. Are you still, you quit smoking too, uh, I think. I right? was saying. Yeah. I just, I smoke weed. Yeah. But uh, I don't really smoke it. I kind of just use the, the caps or whatever but yeah I'm in the same i go way. through waves where i smoke it and right now i'm on a wave a wave. <laughs> but uh, i was saying yeah yeah so i ended up at uh the fire hall and i told my master corporal and my uh warrant they call it, they're different in the fire trade but i'll, I'll stick with ranks we know mm. and i was like yeah i'm just i'm just going through the mental health process and uh in my last trade in the infantry it was yeah. kind of a big deal so i want to like be f- full transparency with you guys and and just let you know what's up I'm not taking any appointments on uh, the days that I work. I'm not going to miss anything. And yeah. I even volunteered in that same meeting to go to uh, a new Vic in the Arctic for eight weeks, just to like, I remember that as like a show of good faith. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, when I got back, man, holy fuck. I was like, what did I, did I do something that you guys found out about when I was gone? <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, it turned really, really bad, man. Yeah. Shit went south really fast. And um, I remember the the master corporal, and I was like, "Look, man, if you don't shut the fuck up, we're gonna have a yep. problem." Yep. And then he brings me into the to the warrant. The warrant's like, you know, what's going on? I'm like, if you don't let me out of this room, I'm gonna knock your fucking out. And he was like, "Okay." And then he got out, and then I turned around and I hoofed the door as hard as I could, and it almost went off the hinges. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that was it for me. I was a. Uh, I was at JPSU shortly after that. Yeah, that was towards but, uh, the end of like, mine. The fuckery I... didn't stop, man. Yeah, they uh, the 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 dep, like the the master warrant officer. Yep. He fucking had it out for me too, and he's like a fat piece of shit. Like he couldn't yep. run from here to the bathroom to save yep. his life, and he was like picking fights with me behind closed doors. And I'm like, I told him, I'm like, bro, I know what you're trying to do. I'm yeah. gonna get out on a three D with ten years, and you don't want me to collect that pension. I was fuck you. I was like, yeah. you tactical. Transparent. I'm like, you, you want to talk to me anymore? Take it up with the health staff. They're so petty. And uh, that was the end of that. And that's a lot. That's <laughs> a common story. A lot of guys that that we know that went to, like the Air Force, like, oh, it'll be easier. Like, and you know, I was riffing on them one night. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people in the other trades and stuff. They do a good job. It's all necessary. Whatever. I'm not trying to disrespect them, but it's like, listen, though, motherfucker. Like, I, I, we earned this. Okay. They don't just give these away. Um, there's a reason the infantry is the hardest fucking place in the military. I mean, it is what it is. And I'm like, when we want a vacation, we come and do your job, right? When it's like, all right, I'm done. I want to have an easy job now. I want to, I want to sleep indoors and have a schedule. And you know, like, yeah, I'm going to go join the air force. So don't fucking come in here and try to act like you're going to get off. Like they're so petty. And rather than just having respect for these guys that, that do these fucking jobs, they, they get dick fear or something. And they, it's like you remind them of everything they can't do or won't do. Because, you know, and there's a lot. It's always these types that go around trying to, you know, they, they get the same. They all get the same campaign star we do. And they all keep going out and looking for attention. And they'll go, I was in Afghanistan. And like, you fucking sat in an air-conditioned trailer, man. There's guys that were there for two months. And they, whoa, they only did two months? Yeah, and then his legs yeah. get fucking removed by a landmine. Like, he's not only a private and only, like, the dude fucking... 
went out into the meat grinder while you sat there, and now you're going to try and, you know, yeah. uh, big man fucking tough talk people. It's So it's like a lot of the infantry guys don't have a good time when they go to the Air Force because the culture is a lot different. There's no, there's no respect at all. Uh, they're supposed to be. It's the old Roman Legion I days. Hate, it I was, hated it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like they, they would, uh, the Roman Legions would come back from wherever, and everyone else basically was like, they were just like, clean my weapon. They would just clean their weapons, and they had other people that did that for them. And the, 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 you know, mentality was, well, thank goodness, because you're doing this, so I don't have to go out there and fight the fucking Gauls, you know, with swords and axes and shit. That's fucked. Yeah, it's like, man. they're doing it, so I don't have to. Thank you for doing that for me. The least I can do oh. is clean your shields and shit up for you, right? Now it's like, well, what have you done for us lately? It's because, you know, and we, we don't have a, we never had to fight a real war in such a long time. Like, there's luxuries. I mean, there was guys, man, they have air-conditioned trailers with, like, Wi-Fi connections. They were playing video games and eating lobsters and sleeping in beds and shit. Like, what kind of war do you think you're in right now? Oh, I tell this story a lot, and you were there for this. Here's a great example. The fucking 1RCR guys, when they came back, do you remember the fucking looks on those guys? Remember, we were, I think we were, we were walking somewhere, and I was like, holy fuck. Look at these dudes. You know, the looks on their faces and the way the, just, they were, yeah, they were just coming out of the field from Medusa yeah. and everything, right? And, uh, and they wanted to go use the ball hockey rink, <laughs> right? And uh, they went down there, and, the, and all the other air, the non-combat trade that were just lived in the camp the whole time, they said, well, you can't play because you're not in the league. They're like, league? And they wouldn't let them use the fight. Like, these guys were just out getting their asses handed to them for fucking, you know, seven months, and a whole company got fucking lit up, and they're, you know what I mean? The least you can do. It's like, did you forget why you're here? It's fucked. There's just, uh, there's no respect. There's no two-way respect anymore. You're not it's, here to be the league champion. <laughs> yeah, you're not here to play fucking ball hockey, man. Like, there's, there's a war going on out there, right? And these guys could use a break. It, you know, it, the least you can do is let them, uh, oh, you know, they didn't. And so they destroyed the ball hockey rink, obviously, naturally. <laughs> they went and got drunk, came back and ripped the fences down and broke a bunch of the sticks and went ape shit. And, you know, they smoothed it over because it was like, well, I mean, these are like the heroes right now. They just did Aunt Medusa and everything. We can't be fucking... It's like, listen, you probably should just let them play. You know what I mean? Like that, that attitude. I was in line at uh, Tim Hortons at the boardwalk shortly after Juju uh, Bravo happened. Mm. When we got to go back in for like that three days. Yeah. And I remember I was standing at the Tim Hortons line, long line, at the boardwalk, and there's two officers in front of me. And one of them said to the other, I heard the infantry is back. And the other guy goes, great. Now the lineups are going to be long. And then they must have known because they both looked behind me or looked Ooh. behind to see me. And I'm like, I just shook my head at them both. <laughs> like, two captains, I just, I just shook my head yeah. at them. I'm like, for they probably, sakes. they saw the, uh, they, they saw the hat badge or the, the lapel or something. And then they were, yeah, oh, yeah, they, 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 that was wearing my infantry uniform. They totally knew I was in the Royals, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they didn't say anything for the rest of the line. It was really awkward and quiet. I seem to do that a lot, people. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, and that was if, it, if people don't, I've talked with this one a lot too. That was, uh, that was our platoon, and uh, you actually got by the grace of. How did you? You were in that section with these guys, and then you got moved, and so did uh, Dunbar and a few other guys, just by chance. You know what I mean? And then yeah, so um, Chris there on the eve of deployment, man, like uh, after the Christmas leave. Less than a month, like we were going to deploy in three weeks. And uh, Sergeant Lucas told me, you're going to headquarters. You're going to be the C6 gunner. And uh, Kennedy's going to be the C9 gunner. Yeah. And 
you know, two, two and a half months later, they were dead. Yeah, we, and I, in front of me too, at that, like, yeah, I, I was home on, I was actually home. I had just, yeah, I had just gotten home. We switched leave blocks with them because they had, we had the good one that was right in the middle and because they were all married and all had kids or fiancés and shit or whatever, right? Or like Donnie and, and, and Chris and, yeah. and we, like, we had all single dudes and we're like, oh, you know, whatever, getting divorced or whatever besides Greg, you know, so. The hell is that? Is it the purge? Is that the purge alarm? Uh, I have contractors in my, contractors okay. doing my bathroom right now. <laughs> Work faster, slaves! Yeah, like, I, I we just, uh, <laughs> Like we would have been fucked because because if they we hadn't switched leave blocks we would have took their position it was gonna be our turn to fucking ride point and we would have been fucked and you know what I mean just weird little things like that swap out but I was yeah I had just gotten home when that happened on for you know my two week break or whatever the fuck it was and uh, yeah you were still there yeah I was the vehicle behind when yeah. the explosion went off I lost hearing in both of my ears my left ear is still fucked it was that, it was that's so the least, that's the least of the problems for that day. Yeah. I remember uh, I was looking for, when I was the gunner, Donnie landed right in front of me, man. Yeah. Like, it was I don't so... want to go into the details of it, yeah. but it was just, it was horrible. Like, it was, I remember, well, I... I just remember being the lab gunner and just traversing from left to right, and in the center of my arcs was all of the aftermath. Like, just... Yeah. For fucking hours. And then I cleaned I cleaned up the lab yeah. after me and Seely were standing in the fucking lab in the blast site. We're standing in the fucking blast site. Wiping blood and shit off of all the kit and their mail to savage ever salvage everything, right? Yeah. Killer was there too, wasn't he, Kilburn? Uh I don't know. Probably I just know it was me and me and Scott in the back of the, the lab. Yeah. Yeah, Sealy was a good dude. I don't know. What I, he's another one. Don't know what happened to him. He fell off the grid. Nobody, you know. And uh, I remember thinking, like, you guys should have got, like, a medal or something, you know. But the CO made sure he got one for himself, you know. And this, like, they gave themselves medals for, for motivating you guys or something. And I've, told, I've talked about it a little bit. You don't, I don't want to get too into it. But I, I would say, like, the guys, you know, they cleaned it up. It was six bodies and, you know, eight or nine stretchers because they didn't know who and what was who. Um, yeah. You know, like, yeah. and th- and there's no like team that comes in. Like, these are your own guys. Like, you have to clean it up. You know, like, they, like fuck. The guys just had breakfast together hours ago. You know, and now it's, well, put that arm in that bag, I guess, or, and whatever. And uh, yeah, they just kind of were like, well, I was you know. just, I was just talking to uh, Kennedy and Stanix. We were at the center of the legal leaguer yeah. doing the mail run. Yeah, uh, Kevin and I were talking. We we were trying to. Uh, we were talking about uh, being roommates when we got home, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, we'll we'll have lunch today. We'll talk about it." And uh, you know, half hour later, he was dead. Yeah, he was my uh, he was actually my roommate there back in the camp. I had to clean out his fucking locker and shit. It was just, yeah, you know. And I guess the the guys that told me after the fact, it was so loud. Some of the other guys in the other platoon, like in six, I think, and the I Company guys, like they were in MSG, like way, like this was out in the Registan Desert, like this was way out there. Like, they heard it from that far away. It was huge. It was like fucking, I think it was like three anti-tank mines or something. Yeah, I was... On top of a fucking... Top of an artillery was, round or something. It was two anti-tank mines. Two anti-tank mines, and it had a 105 artillery round underneath it, and it was yeah. uh, a pressure plate. So when the front right tire of the lab hit the pressure plate, 
it sent the signal back to the IED, which was centered perfectly under the hull. And then it was, that's it. Man. Yeah. I was like 40, 50 meters away behind. Oh, there's oh, another man. crazy part fun. of that, that story too. Brian, uh, the guy, the uh, crew commander there, they flew him back in. He, yeah, was yeah. Rel- he was relatively okay, but he got stopped. I remember him telling this story somewhere. I, don't, it wasn't too, I was just heard it and was like, he's another guy I didn't get along with too well at the time. But I mean, I have nothing but respect for all these guys. It, it's funny how all that shit goes away, like the guys you didn't like at the time. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But, you know, these guys yeah. all rule to me. Like, they're all my, you know, homies to the end, you know. And he was saying that uh, he was walking back from Roll 3, the, the, the hospital there. And because uh, he was all fucked up and he had writing all over his, 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 uh, his, his, fr- his plate carrier, his frag vest and shit, like his vitals and all Because the, the medics do this shit on the Kazavak and everything. And he's all covered. Because we were out in the field, like, forever. That was like, there was no showers. We were, how long were we out there? A month? Like, just living in the dirt for a month. Just straight fucking, and they told us we were going for three days, right? So we know all about fucking two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, it'll be two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah, bullshit. The government says something's going to be two weeks. If they say it's going to be two weeks, it's fucking forever. You know, it's bullshit. Pack everything. You're never coming home, right? Yeah. And he was, you know, just looked like shit, you know, covered in dirt. And some, and, and some of these, two, again, two of these motherfuckers who had no idea what's going on out there stop their car and get over and start jacking him up for, like, his dress and deportment and how, how dare you? Oh, look at you! And he just, like, looked at him and was like, he said something like, I think they could feel that I was going to kill them. Like, I, was, I, I had a pistol. I was going to kill them. <laughs> like, he was that mad, you know? Like, he just got off that blast site, like, hours ago, and they just kind of, like, realized what was happening and just ran away. But it's like, the fucking... No, nothing, nobody home, but a lot of these people, it's just, you know, the disrespect is hard, you know, and they're, they'll oh, probably tell that story. story. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Same thing. It's uh, very similar to Brian's. I was, uh, I dropped off the, one of our lab headquarters lab because we had a condensation in the PCU and it was like the turret was going fucking crazy. Mm. Terrifying, man. We were rolling through IED alley and the turret wasn't working and I was up top with a pistol. <laughs> a pistol <laughs> so anyway we, we made it back and um some i'm walking back and i have my bush hat on i'm smoking a butt and someone pulls up i don't know who they were because their seatbelt was across the rank and he's like who the fuck owns you soldier and i'm like uh, i'm with two rcr and i'm trying to look at his rank and he's like sir is good enough for you oh and i'm smoking my cigarette and he's like and he's like He's like, put that fucking cigarette out. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I take another drag. <laughs> and then I take another one. <laughs> I'll get to it when I feel like it, when I'm done. Yeah. And he's, and, uh, and like, he could just tell that I just, I didn't give a fuck what this yeah. guy was saying. And, yeah. uh, he's like, I'll be, all, he's like, I'm going to, he's like, private short, uh, two RCR. He's like, I'm going to track down who owns you and we're going to have to talk. And he's like, doing the knife hand the whole time. I'm like, yeah, yeah whatever, man. I'm just fucking, like my smoke and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing ever happened, probably. He probably did get a hold of somebody. And told him to, probably, they probably got a hold of the fucking, uh, probably got a hold of Archibald or something there, and Archibald told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> he was great, man. He was, he was the, uh, the lab captain, I think, at the time, wasn't they he? Got, they got a hold of somebody. They got a hold of somebody. Yeah, and uh, Malloy ended up talking to me oh. about it. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, he can't be doing shit like that. He's like, he, he's like, <laughs> is he still in? But he didn't care. He, he just kind of laughed at somebody 
Yeah, he's a warrant now. He must be good. He's yeah, back at he's now. been for a while. He got mad at me because I was making fun of him for, for selling all the. Uh, fuck was he selling there for a while? Oh, the I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Those supplements or something, uh, right? And I was like, what was it called? I don't remember now, but it was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He got all mad at me. You guys sent me all these. Ma- I was like, fuck, whatever, Billy. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, he was up north. He was doing one of yeah. those ranger taskings or something. You're clearly at a pyramid scheme here. Yeah. <laughs> but he's at the top, so it's working yeah. out well for him. Yeah. It's like, don't do this, Philly. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> You're clearly in a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it was one of those, like, the patches they stick. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember yeah. what it's called. He was a good guy, man. Like, you know, everybody was, everybody was, yeah. It was such a wild time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I miss Malay. Him, him and I yeah. got along really well on tour. We were yeah. uh, we were really good friends because we we didn't, we didn't have a choice. Yeah. You know? And yeah, um, yeah I, I like Malloy. I'd like I should, I'll probably reach out to him after we talk. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, tell him I said hi, even though he hates me. <laughs> He's mad at me for Malloy, I hope you're doing good. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. <laughs> yeah, he was doing the he was doing the ranger thing. I think up north with one of those units. And end of the road kind of posting at the end of his career. He's, he's, he's almost done. He was in Bosnia, I think, right? He was been he's been around. He was in for like he was one of the older guys when we got there. He was a corporal then, and he but he was like he had like ten or twelve years in yeah. at the time. Yeah. Man, yeah, do you? I think, yeah, I think he had a CD before we went to Afghanistan. Do you remember the Teddy Stoneham wheelbarrow story? Yes, I do. I've told that one a few times. I, I watched it happen. We all did. Uh, I was like, oh my God, he's going to die. <laughs> yeah, we thought so. People literally like plugged their ears and looked away. There was a wheelbarrow block on a foot oh, patrol man. in the middle of the night. And uh, yeah, he just fucking uh, went for it. <laughs> you know, it was like, what are we waiting for? He was in the British army for like 10 years. Kicked before. it over. Yeah, just was like, fuck this. I don't have time for this. Dummied it. Kicked it over in front of everyone. <laughs> thought he was gonna we thought he was gonna blow the fuck up it didn't happen i was hard as fuck man. he was he certainly and his wife had just died before yeah. um Holy. you know so he didn't give a fuck anymore that guy was just uh didn't care i didn't know that yeah oh well he was my section commander at first right his, this was like here's your boss like first day in the reg force right regular yeah. force i was like here's your new boss and, and it's teddy stoneham <laughs> it's like the hardest fucking guy in the army he, was a, he had a tattoo on his arm called the Teddy Boys. Like, what's the Teddy Boys? Like, it was a gang. It was more gang. Oh, I'm Teddy. We're like, okay. You know, and I, I was talking to somebody. He's like, I've heard of that gang. Some gang in the UK that was like, he used to, he told me about it, like sneaking into like an all women's school to like bang this chick. Like, he was like, this guy was an animal, man. Oh, he was great. And he retired a little while ago. And uh, he's one of those guys you worry about because it's like, man, I don't know what you're going to do without this stuff. Because yeah, he, he, was. Was, he was the infantry. That's all he wanted to do. And he would turn down. He got to sergeant and was like, that's all I ever wanted. I don't ever want to do anything else. And they, he would refuse. He was a sergeant for like longer than I was ever in the military. Yeah. Like 20 years or some shit. It's like, it's the best job. I enjoy it. He was like in his 50s yeah, running circles around people. Me. Yeah, I think they did eventually force him to leave. And, and smoking after that was hilarious yeah while smoking cigarettes roots would show up and he'd be like hacking a butt and running yeah <laughs> this is stupid it's all in your head <laughs> i don't know teddy <laughs> are you sure about that uh well i don't know i think that smoke is in your lungs <laughs> yeah he, he made us do a bunch of pull-ups and was just screaming i was like jesus you know first day in the ready so it's like you know I like, you know, there's lots of good dudes and people in the reserves and stuff. And, you know, like, oh, I'm in the army. And, and I'm just kind of like, 
it's cute that you think that. <laughs> like, there's a big fucking difference. Are uh, you? Yeah, yeah. Like, go, <laughs> go, uh, go see. You know, come and see. You know, it's a it's a different oh animal. God. Different animal for sure. And uh, you know, I'm allowed to say these things. I have dual citizenship. I was a reservist first, and and I was in the reg force, so I make I can make fun of either one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, that is, uh, I wasn't in both, but I still make fun of the reserve. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they do it themselves. <laughs> and I can barely hear it. Oh, it's, maybe it's me. Maybe it's here. Is it the purge siren? It could be. <laughs> I'm going to find a stupid video I wish I had. I was just going to put it in the background. Talking. Makes I'm going to go outside if it's that loud. Yeah, all right. Shut the fuck up! You jacked them up! Give <laughs> me a chance to put on my aviators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you going out oh we're going with you okay let's see what happens here we'll tag team them yeah man. just like the old days hey <laughs> <laughs> i don't get it <laughs> yeah neither do i uh oh, i love how it's frozen on my face like that that's amazing yeah it is the it always picks the best poses um if you ever make a face like you might be sucking a dick or something that it's like perfect and then it freezes that way and stays that way <sighs> let me know when you're uh ordered okay let me... <coughs> yeah this thing's slow slow internet how's everybody doing yeah man um, i got a cough is there anything contagious going around <laughs> yeah <laughs> <coughs> Have you heard of any kind of flu or like virus or anything happening? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. I think everything's pretty, uh, pretty normal. So the numbers. Well, there is no flu anymore. No, that's right. I forgot. It's been canceled. I mean, the numbers all, all say the same. Everything looks the same as it's always been. I don't know what does this. Um, it's probably my my internet is crappy, but this isn't as bad as last time. With Skelly's, it fucking slowed right down. Bandwidth goes to hell. It says your bandwidth is low now. So, yeah. What did you get? Ooh, that's not what I wanted. Oh, man. Yeah, so... Oh, I disappeared. Can you hear me? I can. Probably just the... Uh, sometimes the picture doesn't. Can you... Oh. Maybe losing you now. Whatever, as long as you can still hear me. Yeah, that's... We don't want to see We just want to... That's loud. Coughed right in my ear! Right in my fucking ears! Um, where the fuck is this video? Damn it, Christ, I wish I could find it. It's not a bunch of, it was just a fucking montage. I have no idea where I can find it now. It's probably... Yeah, man, um... Good old Afghanistan. I remember, uh, fucking, uh... Was this you? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, and it was Kinger that did this to you. King, you remember? It was, uh... <laughs> We were in Panjway. We were in uh, right around. I don't know if it was the same day. It was close around that time. And uh, with the picture where you had the uh, the little belt of all the ammo and stuff on, this one here. <laughs> and you guys were were in. Uh, we were getting. It was a weird kind of like a touch and go kind of uh, gunfight. I guess they would like hit us with a little bit and then run away and then uh, you know come back. Oh, I lost. And uh, you were. I can't even see myself. Yeah, I got a. What's that? 
Can you oh, hear me still? You can see me. Yeah, I got a. Um, yeah, I haven't lost audio. You were you were stuck in that great field, and uh, King was I think it was King, and they were like, you guys were getting we were all getting hammered pretty good, but you had to as the you can tell in the picture here, <laughs> the <laughs> you had all the ammo belts and stuff right, and you were like, Ben, are they shooting at us? And King I think it was King right, and he goes, they're not shooting at us, they're shooting at you as he's like crawling away backwards away from you. <laughs> <laughs> they're shooting yeah, at you man. you're good he's like good luck bro i'm gonna go over here you stay here and, you stay here and eat the bullets yeah fuck <coughs> oh i'm coughing like crazy yeah those things are fucking loud and that's why i can't hear anything on the left side of my yeah, head that was anymore. uh that was in nalgum i remember that yep. i was sleeping in the back of the lab yeah and uh they were like okay uh, we're just going to go do a simple, like, uh, presence patrol, 1K in, 1K out. And I'm, like, taking out my MVGs, I'm stripping my kit, you know, and then, uh, <clears throat> boom, RPG goes off. Drop ramp, yeah. boom, another RPG. King and I run around the corner. Fucking somebody fired an RPG at us, man. We we sprawled so fast to that fucking ground, and it, it blew up in the wall behind us. And we, King and I both looked at each other, like, holy fuck, like, that was as close as it's ever been. Yeah. And then we and then I'm trying to get up with all this gear. And then uh we just keep walking towards the sound of RPGs and gunfire. <laughs> like and smart people. Get behind a wall, like this little three foot wall. This yeah, and like we just just get pinned down there for like five hours, man. It's crazy. And then, that was uh, a long day. We were there. Saved us, thankfully. What's that? The tanks, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, I remember I watched one of them sail right over one of the tops of those things, and it uh, it looked I, I couldn't tell if it hit the turret or not, but it hit the wall next to it, and it just huge fucking fireball. Right, and we just were like, all right, we'll just we we're gonna go the right side of the tank, and then the other I think four four went on the left side. <laughs> I remember being like, should anybody see if they're okay? Like no one was listening to everybody. It was just chaos, right? But like they slammed right into the top of that tank, and then uh, it was. You know, I was like, are they dead in there? Like, does anyone care? There's just, it's pandemonium. It's chaos. I had a fucking pocket right shot right off of my leg because I, I had this drink and I know, because I was looking forward to this. This was what I was really upset about. I had one of those milkshake fucking drink, electrolyte fucking, you know, the MREs, whatever, right? I was like, I'm going to save this till I get hungry. I want a snack, yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. know, right? And uh, I was like, fuck, I could, I'm, I'm save. I'm going to get it. And it, my hand goes right through my pant legs and it's just, a, just torn right the fuck off. And there's the bottle, like, over there, all shot to hell. I was like, oh, <laughs> not my drink, you sons of, you motherfuckers. And we were there all day, man, for, it was, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then we basically called it off because it was just too hot. And they made us, uh, you know, got us, had us all leave. And then, you know, because of bad trading, some of these guys just got up and started doing the, um, you know, um, like, some of the better units I've been to, you, you know, you don't stop until you're home. Because when, when you get ambushed, it's going to be on the way back. It's going to be the last 10 minutes of your operation is when they're going to counterattack you or do whatever. And, uh, but they do the index, you know. That's, and everybody just stands up and starts smoking like we're back in Gagetown or whatever and starts walking away casually. <laughs> I'm like, what are, you, what, what are we doing? And then more rockets come in, right? It was like, fuck. And they did it a, a couple more times. <laughs> Miraculously, somehow, they didn't hit anybody. Like, I, still to this day, like, I almost watched, I watched hey, well. Dick. There's the boy. Which one was that? My oldest the old... smoking a joint. They've never seen me really? smoke it before. Uh-oh. Daddy's smoking some weird chemicals out there. I got some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'll tell him it was a vape. 
Yeah, it makes me yeah it makes me super interested in my kids and focused in an attentive father. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is the good shit too. I'm really stoned already. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. Yeah, I've been on the med. I had the medical. I've Sorry, pres- kids. Dad's talking about the war. <laughs> yeah. Right. I had the medical prescription for a while. Um. Yeah, I'm a, I still have a pile of it, but they've more than I can handle. Like, I just sit on it. Like, I haven't ordered any in forever. I still have a fuckload of it left. I usually, yeah, it helps me get to sleep and that kind of thing, but it's good for slowing the mind down and, uh, you know, more than anything, really. Sometimes it makes me a little too crazy, though, and I get too paranoid. I think that's probably if you smoke too much. I find it does that. If you got to take breaks, you know what I mean? Like, every few months. Nah, taking breaks is for pussies. <laughs> you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Mefloquin, kids. He changes his mind. Every, you know, it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna move. There's yeah. two of me. <laughs> there, yeah. There's Stone Mitch, and then there's so, yeah. Really depends on you. Don't you never know which one you're gonna get. Oh yeah, I'm just no. watching some of this this old video, man. <clears throat> I can. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I should. Keep... I should stop coughing now. Yeah, it's very loud. <laughs> Yeah, you can't feel. Oh, that's India Company there in this in this part here. I think, um, you can you can't feel heat from a video or from a photo. And I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was ridiculously hot there. I remember when we landed in uh, Dubai, and I got off the plane. Yeah. And I landed and I started walking across the tarmac. I'm like, whoa, it's really hot. And I'm like, okay, it must just be the jet. And then I walked away. I'm like, okay, it must just be the, the black tarmac. And then, <laughs> then I get in and I'm like, no, like I'm in the shade. And I'm like, no, man, like that, it's fucking hot here. That's just how it is. <laughs> that's how it is. I was, yeah, when we got in, yeah, with Dubai, right? It sound, I, I, somebody asked me, he's like, how hot was it? It's like, you know, when you're sitting too close to a bonfire, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, that's uncomfortably hot on my skin. It's like that, but everywhere all the time. <laughs> you can't get away from it. You just feel like you're gonna melt. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, and the smell of the of the B. What did somebody describe it as? Uh, really bad bo and hot dog water. That's basically what the the towns and cities smell like. Can't <laughs> our cities basically that bad bo and hot dog water? Hmm. <laughs> got a nice nice. Uh, it's got a nice musk. I always tell people to go to the uh, camel exhibit on a hot day at the zoo. That, that'll get you. <laughs> The camel exhibit on a hot day. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Do you remember, yeah. were you there when there was only like eight of us at PBW and we thought we were going to get ambushed? And they gave us a big int briefing that like. Wow, what were, month was it? This was, this was like July. June or July. No, I was on my, uh, that's when mm. I got my leave. Oh. <clears throat> I remember coming back actually and hearing about this and uh, how we were doing like 24 hour manning and presence patrols. Yeah. We, oh, were like, was... we were like, we need 50 more men to do that. Yeah, it was retarded. <laughs> it was retarded. But they told us they were going to, they were coming wow. to get us, right? And they said on the ICOM, it was like, there's a very poorly defended camp. Only, so, only a couple of soldiers. We can easily overrun them and kill them all. And we're like, oh, that's us for sure. Because there's like 10 of us, right? One of the other sections was tasked out, and you guys were on leave. Yeah. It's like there's 10 or 11 of them. There wasn't very many of us here. And, uh, and they, they were coming up the Argandab River there, and then somebody said they, they were watching them on, uh, on some kind of drone feed or sat- the balloon or whatever the fuck they were using. 
and they were like arguing the Taliban were and then they attacked MSG with the full fucking full strength of all the the entire PPCLI company was there the tank squadron was there everybody was fucking there and they just got murked like you picked the wrong you went right when you should have went left hilarious we just watched from across the river with everybody get fucking decimated oh, yeah, but it was like, well, that was an interesting night to try and sleep. A dog ran through the uh, perimeter, hit the trip flare, and I thought it was an RP. Because they sound similar, right? When that, when that trip flare goes off? I fucking shot right out of bed. Yes, they do. They sound very similar. Yeah. It's like, ah! Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, I, I heard something uh, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, and it sounded just like an RPG. I don't know what the fuck it was. I can't remember, but... Was it an air I made, like, a bit of a scene, because I was with some people, and everybody stopped. Like, are you okay? I'm like... <laughs> No, what was it? It was out in Trenton, so it was something military. It would have been an but, air hose uh, or air <clears throat> My or brother, who's a, one of my brothers is a civilian, looked at me. He's like, are you okay? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you know what? Actually, I think that might have been what it was because we were roofing. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was an air gun. It got me before. That's why I know. That, yeah. That fucking, <laughs> yeah. How it like, yeah. <clears throat> Terrifying. Yeah, it got me once for that same reason. Oh, I'm stoned now, so I'm not going to make much sense. That's yeah, all right. I'll just... No, I don't make sense anyway. Fucking, uh, we, I, we came back from, from one of those, and the guys were filling the, uh, I think they were putting the air in the tires or something. You know, the air compressors built right into the lab, and they were, you know, and they had the air gun. You know, for a second, it was like, ah! Yeah. They did that, and, like, several guys were, like, scrambling away for a second. I was like, oh, that's cute. We're all traumatized now. Look at that. You know? Like, yesterday, that was no problem. Today, everyone's scared of air hoses. Like, oh, okay, that's probably not a good sign, but. I don't know. I wonder if people ever get used to that. I'm going to, I'm talking to some other people. I'm, I may be, I'm going to confirm with him today if he's going to come on uh, Thursday, which would be ep- uh, I mean, Devin Larat, or you know, obviously who that is, and a lot of other people do. And I'd be like, do you get used to that? Like, you know what I mean? There must be a level where you kind of do, but I can't imagine ever just being completely numb to the, just the, the sheer terror of it. You know, I was talking the other day, like, I remember just like, just turning corners and like, you, you can just look and then you're just cr- snap. That's it. Lights out. Everything goes dark. You fuck, caught one in the face, you know, in that, in that environment with all the foliage and the bushes yeah. and shit, like it was like Vietnam. It was crazy. Like it was just green. Like you couldn't see shit. Like I don't even like fuck besides the dead ones and, and some of the ones that were like, running around, but it was just like muzzle flashes and it was like the trees were attacking you. <laughs> I mean, it's like you couldn't see shit except the one guy that um uh me and my uh, lynch you remember him he was my fire team partner in the uh that that's the rpg that hit the tree right in front of us this guy fired it right at us man yeah, we saw him stand up look right at us and like oh no it was like i'm fucked it was already like in the air just that split second where i was like i had enough time to turn my head and kind of Too fall late. to the ground yeah and it hit the tree right there and then uh, we, I had him dead to rise. Like, I know exactly where he is. I'm going to fuck this guy up as soon as he stands up again. The, I had my finger on the trigger. As soon as, the, as, soon as he stands up, the, t- the fucking the tank blew him away. <laughs> like immediately. The tank was doing the same thing. So this guy, because they were firing, the, uh, they are hitting the top of the tank halls too. Ah. Yeah. But just, the, just the, the fucking sensation of that where it's like, yeah. I'm in serious, I'm yeah, in I saw, serious I saw danger. I the tanks and the labs hit a fucking... The tanks and the labs hit people. They just disappear. It's like yeah. it's just a, like a like a cloud of pink mist, and then yeah. it just evaporates dust. into nothing. Yeah, dust and mist and that's it. I, well, yeah, the guy's RPG yeah. was like so weird. <laughs> went like through the air like that, and that was it. I mean, we walked by the spot later, and there was nothing there at all. wasn't even a sandal. I was like, just blown the fuck away. I guess. Well, I mean, he took a hash round like point blank or something. One of those the shotgun canister shells, whatever they had there. 
Yeah, but I don't know. I wonder if anybody. I wonder if they ever that ever goes away entirely, or do you just get better at the, managing uh, it? Near the end of the tour. Um, near the end of the tour, I, like now, I know in hindsight, looking back, but I was uh, like very like unemotional. Like I had, I had just there's too much suffering. I couldn't take it, and I just turned myself off. Yeah, you know, like I had, I had no emotions anymore. You get kind of numb to it, and <clears throat> I never. Uh, I just remember, like, like, like I said, now, like, looking back in hindsight, I remember like seeing those, uh, those, those rape kids, and like not giving a shit, laughing, you know. Yeah. Now it's horrible. Now it keeps me awake at night. Yeah. But at the time, man, like. The, kid the point that I'm trying to make is, is it an, is an environment like that? Like it really fucks with you. It really changes your brain. It's like being on a different planet. It's like a totally different, like it's not even remotely the same. There's nothing yeah. about that place. that's anything like here at all. Like nothing. And, uh, Grubby, I was actually, he watches a lot of these. Hey, um, I found him. He found me on YouTube one day. And uh, Grubby, didn't really, doing well, bro. Yeah, me too. He's in Ottawa now. He moved there recently, and he had one of the guys had one of these flags up at the at the rally there, and he fucking came running over. And they, there, somebody messaged me, he's like, "Dude, this fucking crazy army guy came in over, scared the shit of me." He's like, "Yeah, it was Grubby," because <laughs> he told me he's like, "I saw it and I ran right over." Uh, yeah. And uh, and he was saying like, you know. <laughs> So they're importing all these fucking people. He's like, he was living in Halifax, and he's like, I had to leave. I had to move. It was like the Islamic call to prayer every day, and they're, they're fucking everywhere. Like, I can't, it, it's, I can't do it. I had to leave. Now he's living in Ottawa. Like, that's, you know, you know when, you, when you're made to not feel welcome in your own, and I don't know if that, that's the right term for it, but it's like, again, you know, nobody asked us if we were okay with it. You know what I mean? Nobody asked anyone in Canada, hey, do you mind if we mass import, like, I don't know, most of the third world into your cities. and, and Oh, no, go right ahead. Nobody asked anybody, least of all us. You know, what would we know? We were only there. And, and then they'll say you're racist. They're not like that, those people there. You don't know what you're talking. No, I do, actually. Uh, I've met them. I've lived with them. And so, yeah, it's not, it's not pretty. You remember you told me that story about the, uh, the birds? The kid was eating the birds, biting the heads off the birds? Yeah. That's that fucked. was the first... Uh... I don't, I, I, what do you, what do you call them? Like, I don't want to keep calling them fuck boys or rape kids or anything like that. Rape it's kids. Horrible. T-boys, but, aren't uh, they? Isn't that what they call them? The T-boys? The like, what do you, I don't know, man. They painted their nails and shit to signify. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the... I, I do. That was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This was early in the tour. You know, I rolled off with the platoon commander. I was his close protection and I'm, you know, I get a weird vibe from this kid on the porch. He's sitting cross-legged. I go up to see him and he's got like missing teeth. You know, yeah. clearly developmental issues. He's undersized, and he's biting the head off birds. Like there's like fucking fifteen, twenty birds in between. Like this when he biting off in front of me, and he's got all these feathers. This fucking these feathers in his hillbilly smile. He's got nail polish on, and I like kind of snap out of it. <coughs> and I go, what a thing to see! Like just stop you for a second, like interpreter. Just just seeing that, yeah. like there's a like that fucked up kid missing teeth and all, he's got nail polish on and his mouth full of feathers biting. And you're just like, this is definitely not Canada anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I am. I'm on another planet. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah continue. Really, yeah, and it really, uh, yeah, yeah, it really messed with me because my youngest brother was about that age when mm. I, when we were over there. Yeah. So I was thinking about him as I was walking back to the lab with the platoon commander, the interpreter, and I asked the interpreter, I said, what, what's, what's the deal with that kid? What's going on there? 
<clears throat> and he's like, oh, that's their woman. And I'm like, what? And he goes, nah, man. And he's like, that's that's what they fuck. And I was like, holy shit. And that was just the first A and P checkpoint that we went to that day. Yeah. We went to a dozen yeah. of them at least. This is day one. Same thing. Yeah. And it, holy fuck, man. That's their like, that's their pocket it. pussy. Yeah. It was too much. It's fucked. And then uh, and that was yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll call them. Yeah, gross. <laughs> And that that was kind of like um, one of the first <laughs> the first time. <laughs> that was one of the first times where I was like, "Oh, the news is full of shit. Like the media just lies. Like CBC are liars. They they will yeah, they'll they'll look the other way and lie to fulfill an agenda. They're not about the news. They're about you know making people you know telling lies and, and making things the way they want it to be and massaging whatever." Because that started to come out, and we all knew this. Ask anybody, any of the any of the guys that were on the ground there in any country—the British, the Australians, the Americans, whoever—and they'll all tell you the same story. Like, yeah, that's that's what happened. That's what goes on over there, right? And then that started to get out, and uh, CBC. Well, CBC did an investigative report, and we found that there may have been some isolated incidents of this, but widespread, uh, you know, child rape is just simply not a thing. It's just not happening. Like, oh, it's not. <laughs> We all just witnessed this all over the fucking place. It's just not happening. What would we know? Yeah. Like, oh, you're lying to my face about something that I know I saw happen regularly. You know? <sighs> that was the beginning of the end, you know? For, yeah. my, as far as me trusting I think media. about those. I think about that a lot, man. All those kids, where they're at now. <clears throat> Especially, uh, like, now, uh, even more so with uh, Panjaway falling. Probably, and I, I think they got the whole country now, right? I think they got basically but everywhere sad, but Kabul. Though. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty nasty. Uh, like, and there was kids that would come and uh, clean the showers and stuff, and I had to like <laughs> rot, rot, rip around on the little gator thing, and they'd clean shit up. Like, you'd employ the locals and stuff to try and help, like, build some kind of trust or, you know, give them something to do that isn't, you know, working for the Taliban. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it was just a fucking impo- <laughs> impossible task. <clears throat> Yeah, I got a story for you. Cool. Remember, um, I got tasked to go out and do the uh, landfill security. Did you ever do that? The landfill security? like the Oh, the garbage time. I've told garbage time story before, but yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, this was my first time. <clears throat> and I'm in the uh, air sentry hatch, which means I'm, my head's out of the vehicle. Yeah. And we get to the landfill. And I've got like a, a full view of what's happening. And there's a group of kids there. And they're, they're I, I wouldn't say any more than 12, with some as young as probably four, maybe older because of malnourishment. But uh, the garbage truck comes in and the garbage truck doesn't stop. And it just lifts up the back and it's driving slowly. And all the kids run and jump into the back of the garbage truck while the garbage is still in it and the chute is lifted all the way up they're sliding down with the garbage into the dump and they're fighting over everything and they're they're drinking the gatorade bottles full of piss oh man and like the big kids are taking good stuff from the little kids and i was like what the fuck is happening here man and i just i just it never it never sat well with me like even now like it still bothers me today like it did as if it were yesterday yeah, and people here complain about how fucking hard they got it. Like they're they're fighting over garbage. They're fighting over our garbage. 
Like I, I watched one like so yeah. when we and first got bottles full of piss, yeah, and because right. they're looking for batteries and valuables and shit they can bring back and, and trade with and this kind of shit and and um, when we when I first ripped out with the uh, the Patricia guys he was like watch this he's like oh what day is it and I'm like oh it's Wednesday I think and he's like oh good you're gonna like this I'm like okay and they're all demented right they've already been there like you know what it's like when the first day of the tour you got a brand new uniform you're like this is so exciting seven months later you're the fucking Joker. You know what I mean? You're just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, you want to watch yeah. somebody die? This is going to be fun. And you're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> what happened to you? You know? And he's yeah. like, uh, he's like, watch this. And the tr- and the garbage truck comes and then an escort goes out with it. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, because they would attack and kill the drivers to steal the garbage truck. And he's like, okay. I'm like, okay. And then uh, he's, they set a fire and he goes out and dumps the trash in the fire to... Get rid, you know, out in front of out in front of MSG, right? And the kids just ran into the flames, didn't even slow down. Just fucking booked it right in there. Four, five, six year olds, fourteen, you know, and they yeah, and fighting over the whole thing. And I'm just like yeah. watching kids on fire running with garbage. You know, I'm just like, this is again, this is like day two there or something like that. Like that's just you know, it's another fucking planet over there. It's a totally like people don't fucking understand this. And, you know, they complain about uh, you know, the people that think they're fucking hard over here. Oh man, trust me, fucking shit goes south, man. I'm gonna, I'm like, you're gonna what? You're gonna what? You're gonna, you're gonna pull up your Call of Duty resume, bro? (laughs) You have no idea. You better pray that fucking things don't, because that's, you know, Joe Rogan. Yeah, right? Like, Joe Rogan talked about this, and he's like, the people that are not calling for violence are the ones that are the best at it, you know? Like it's not you don't it's not war veterans and guys out there being like yeah let's fuck this shit up it's it's all these you know these leftists and these maniacs out here tearing down statues and burn this down and burn churches and burn burn everything burn destroy civilization like do you understand what you're asking for you don't and the people that do are trying to stop you from doing it because they know what that's going to be like and then uh, he said something like if you're if you're going to go down that road you're going to you know vilify and attack these people who are going to perceive that you're attacking their country and everything they fought for and stood for you're going to open a door that you can never close. <laughs> You know, and these guys are going to come pouring the fuck out of there, and it's going to be a bad time for you. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you can't uh, <laughs> can't teach people. You know, you can just right, man. Once yeah. that once that inevitable first shot gets fired, that's it. It's over. Yeah, and I don't know. I, you know, it, it's just there's a tendency because we've been losing for so long, and I, I, we didn't even get into any of this stuff. But the conspiracy shit, like you're all up on this stuff too. We've been trading videos and shit back and forth for years, and the, you know what I mean, and. Uh, you're you're aware of what's going on scrolling to say yeah i'll put it that way you're you're aware of things uh you know and fuck i forget where i was going with that but um yeah dooms doom scrolling all all the all the nonsense um yeah it's it's crazy to watch like everything just kind of fall apart in slow motion and uh they're cheering it on and i think it's great and (laughs) oh i don't know sad man i didn't even uh i don't even really feel like i like i like i would even want to fight for this country with with the way it is like we would be villains if we did you know what i mean yeah we're the bad guys now right the uh dangerous homegrown domestic extremists the, you know and like it's just a matter of time before that's uh becomes a thing and the, even in the dod in the u.s they've already said that the uh veterans in the in america is the number one uh Number one threat to national security. <laughs> like, well, they shouldn't be, 
unless you're up to some well, shit. It's a threat to the corrupt government. Exactly. Like unless <laughs> unless you're up to some yeah, shit, exactly. what's the problem? Like there, you know. I thought we were on the same team here, and I've got no reason to fucking fight with you unless we're not on the same team anymore. Then we're gonna have a fucking problem, and then yeah, they probably are. Because um, who who cares more than those guys? It's like, well, this is kind of personal to us, man. Yeah. You know, like we buried a lot of these guys with that fucking flag on, and you're gonna just burn it down and tell us we're all racist and it's all awful and we destroy the like. Yeah, there's there's gonna be a problem with that, man. You're not gonna get away with that forever. We'll fucking see. But um, you know, I'm not I'm not the only one. There's a lot of I hear from guys all the time, and I'm sure you talk to lots of them too. And you know, messages. I get a lot of these ones too from guys that are still in. They're like, dude, I wish I could say so much, but I can't. You know. Um, yeah, it's just sad to see where it's going. <sighs> Gotta be that first shot. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, who are you voting for in this election that matters so much? <laughs> we all know it's going to. <laughs> yeah. There's too many hurt people out there suffering that the first shot's just a metaphor for an event that starts the war right like yeah i don't i don't know if it'll be that or it'll just be like a boiling like eventually just boils over you know like the pot's full um yeah but there is like the yeah the unemployment all the fucking suicide it's just there's so much there's so much has been done i've been talking about this in the last you know for a week or two now like there's just how much how can they outrun these lies for how long all the fuckery like they're giving themselves raises they're stealing money it's just, um, you know, everybody else's lives are getting more difficult and more, more you know, hard to, to live with. And, and theirs seems to be just, they're just making money hand over fist and telling everybody how to live and what to do and what to think and where to, like, it's like they don't have the concept that there is another move in the deck. They're just like, well, we, it's like, there, I won the game. I won the game of Monopoly. Like, but you cheated the whole time. It's like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Well, they could just flip the table and punch you in the face, though. Like, it doesn't even occur to them that that's that could happen or something i don't know it's like how do you do this how are you out of your mind i, I mean just watching what they get away with is is wild sometimes the audacity of it you know and the delay yeah but um like 90 percent of the population doesn't care yeah that's another problem oh that's i think what i was going to talk about uh was that yeah. You know, yeah, like the country's fucked. Like I'm more, of, I'm more about just like your friends and family, and you know, find people that you connect with, and you know, network and find your friends, and you know, those are the people you should be living for and helping out. Because I mean, as far as this goes, the government obviously doesn't give a shit about us or anybody that lives here. It serves to exist, you know, for itself. Um, half the fucking country is apathetic and lazy and doesn't give a shit. They're out flipping cars over sports ball games. But you know, where were you the last six months, a year and a half? They couldn't. You know, there's no men anywhere. They're all fucking. <laughs> hanging out fucking you know playing video games and do they can't be bothered they don't give a shit so it's like why should i why should any of us and they're going to complain like why, why, don't, why don't they do something I'm like why what do you mean do something like more than we already have you want more now people that can't be bothered to even like uh there's a lot of good people in the country obviously but like think of the uh like the ramp fucking uh not the the the, uh, the repatriation ceremonies there when they come down the highway when all the guys would come back with the fucking the coffins and shit and they'd be like, oh, look at all these Canadians are out on the, on the overpass. Like, wait, it was like 50 people. And I'm like, is that supposed to be good? That that many bothered? Like, that's all you could come up with? Oh, there's 50 people showed up. Like, like nobody really gives a shit. 
They pretend like they do. They show up to these Remembrance Day ceremonies and they do and my, uh... virtue signal, but they don't actually give a shit. Go ahead. I, I told you the uh, Jon Snow metaphor, right? You know, this, the character from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did, how did it go again? I don't know. Jon Snow, he signs up for uh, the Night's Watch. Right. Well, by force. By force, right? Yeah. And uh, he, he, he slowly starts to learn that it's not all duty and honor. You know, it's not pretty. And uh, he goes north of the wall, and he sees the bad guys, the White Walkers. And then he comes back home and tries to tell everybody about right. it, and they think he's fucking crazy. Yep. Yeah, it's true. They don't listen to, uh, you know... And now, now imagine if they said he was... Jon Snow was crazy, so they tried to take his sword. You, have, you need sword control, Jon. You're not allowed to have a sword anymore. <laughs> no, this is, this is the only thing that could kill the White Walkers. You're, you you're spreading... <laughs> You're just spreading hate. You're spreading hate speech, Jon Snow. You're freaking everybody out about this yeah. nonsense. Yeah, I mean, there's that. I mean, there's like people in the veteran community or guys that just, you know, they're more, <laughs> more, more uh, online or aware of human nature, I guess. Like, I think they don't have the imagination. I was talking about this uh, around a fire one night with one of the guys at uh, one of the get-togethers we had here. And he's like, I, and he was right. And he's like, they don't have an imagination. They can't imagine how how things could go because they're i don't know if they're just dumb or what but not being exposed to there's another joe rogan yeah. i used to watch his show a lot back in the day that uh you know we live in a we live in a society of smoothed edges and rounded corners no one's ever really had to suffer or work or like really not really like oh I had to, man i that's bullshit i had to fucking cram all night for these exams and i had to that's nice Did, have you ever been on fire in a garbage pit for rummaging for food and fighting the biggest kid in town though Probably not. Probably haven't. So I don't think your life is that hard, right? So we've got all these people that are just incapable of imagining like how bad it could get. So they're oblivious to like the act, the things that they're allowing to transpire and what the consequences could be. They, they don't think consequences are a thing because they haven't happened before. So they're never going to, or apparently. And it's like they don't they want to listen to guys like us that have been exposed to like yeah things can go fucking sideways actually. And other people from like Soviet countries, from from Poland or from like you know, you know, East Germany or all these like you know what I mean, like from these places, or they've escaped North Korea. We had a guy in golf company whose dad like swam out out of the fucking country, North Korea. I had somebody messaged me the other day from Romania, like on and on and on, and they're like these people, like they won't listen to them either. They'll be like, this is the same shit. It's happening all over again, like or Cuba, right? Like we Yuri came here Bezmanoff to get off was right. Yes, he was. Like we came here to get away from this shit. And now it's happening again, and no one will listen to the people that have already experienced it firsthand. So it's like at some point you just got to check out and be like, "Listen, you can convince who you can, and and the rest are not going to listen." So it's like just move on to the next one, or you know, try try and you know prepare yourselves as best you can because there's no fucking. I don't think there's any stopping what's going to happen here. It's just a matter of time. No, it's too many too many dominoes been knocked down already. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a bowl. It's like a fucking, yeah, you know, like a ball rolling downhill or something, you know, a boulder, like just get out of its way. You know what I mean? You're not going to, I'm going to stop it. It's the size of a Volkswagen. Like, no, you're not stopping <laughs> shit. You just get out of its way if you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck. Crazy times. I don't really know what to think of it all, to be honest. <laughs> I just know that uh, I really, I really think this winter is going to be a bad time for a lot of people. Ah, winter's coming. <laughs> I've been thinking about saying that because it's true. It is. 
it is coming and there's a lot of weird shit going on with the you know a lot of farms are having problems and it's there's a drought this like it just it seems like a a lot of perfect storm of bullshit's coming um you know to be at least be prepared for it and yeah. I, I don't this election shit i don't i'm not gonna pay i'm just gonna make fun of it like this is all stupid this is pointless when and when has this ever chicks changed anything um it doesn't matter who you put in there like we gotta vote out trudeau and like and put in who Vote in, vote out, you know, UN Puppet One and put in UN Puppet Two. That'll yeah. make whoop. Yeah, that's gonna matter, right? Um, uh, it's it's stupid. It's a divide and conquer. T- you know, what I mean, there's no real representation anywhere for any of the people that actually built this fucking country and made it what it is. There's no one that represents any of them anywhere. I mean, not that has any chance of, you know, win. Like Derek Sloan started his own party like yesterday, like, you know, and then you've got Bernier with the PPC. It's like it's so. You know, it, it's like I, I compared it last night. It was like you're trying to build a raft out of like twigs and tree bark and shit where it's like we don't have time. You know what I mean? We've only got an hour and that's going to take I, I don't I think we should try and think of something else because I really don't think. Uh, yes. Oh, go ahead. There's no. <clears throat> excuse me. There's a uh, there's no unity in the age of diversity. Yeah, you got the truth diversity it's our strength when they say that it's our strength like who's exactly because i don't think it, it's not doing very much for me and you uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody's strength but not us same in america as people on youtube are saying yeah it's a global thing it's a global problem that's why they you know alex jones calls it the globalists um gary shill says i'm getting ready for winter enough firewood to heat yeah. all winter i like the yeah, name the food. cabal the cabal is not a bad one yeah makes it sound evil you know <laughs> The I like that when it sticks. Yeah. yeah. The cabal. The, the cabal. cabal. <laughs> They're coming for your children. They are, unironically. <laughs> oh, man. Are you guys, yeah. uh, <laughs> guys going to homeschool? Has it gotten to that point yet where you're at? Yeah, we, have, we have been. We've already been homeschooling. And you know what? Both of my kids are better for it. Yeah, that's... There he is right there. One of them. Oh, yeah. one of them. I don't know where they are. They're my right uh, oldest son... Um, yeah, he uh, he's on his third novel now, and he was having reading problems. That's cool. Wow, how he's not old? I mean, how old is he now? Yeah, I don't know. not much older than mine. Is he? What? Is he ten? Nine. Nine. Third novel this year. Yeah, I can't believe that. I remember. I was. I remember when you told me he was. Yeah, when he was. Uh, you were trying to. You were trying to name him in the hospital. Like, what do I name this kid? <laughs> that was nine <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was like, I think I said, like, just name him after whoever's real dad is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the time the goes. Funny story is actually he's named after a dead dog. <laughs> what? A dog you had? Yeah. Um. My wife's family, and the dog's name was Willie, and he died the day she was giving birth to our son. Oh. So the name William is, it stuck. Fair enough. Yeah, you've got them doing fucking pull-ups yeah. and flipping and tires. At, and He's walk. at the age now where he's like, you guys named me after a dead dog? Yeah. <laughs> Getting mad now. Well, we were, uh, we were up, we were, you know, up against it for time, you know, so. No, sorry, son. We just had to pick something. It was it was that, or it was you know like reading off the uh, Kaiser Soze or something. You know, well, you got ten seconds to come up with a name. 
uh yeah you've got them you know doing all kinds of crazy i see on your instagram there they're always doing fucking yeah. wild stuff yeah and you're like i'm i'm raising fucking men yeah, over here had a, he has a pull-up goal yeah <laughs> he wants to be able to do 10 pull-ups in a row and i was like okay well i put him on like a pretty simple program and years ago he just hit eight he went from three reps to eight reps so he's wow. almost hit his goal already yeah and he's nine there's people, there's definitely people watching, listening to this that like can't do yeah, anything. He does, <laughs> he does you, them with weight now. He can do two reps with weight. Wow. You guys are going to get wrecked by a nine-year-old. <laughs> 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 but that's the way to do to it. the uh, woods and taught him how to do ambush drills with bows and arrows. Perfect. You know, just yeah, like the Patriot. Fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have to. It's like the the world we're going, <laughs> the fucking world we're going into doesn't look like it's going to be the kind that's going to be, uh, you know, favorable to people that are, you know, soft. Um, you know, the weak men, hard times, fucking no, uh, cycle we're going through, right? So you don't, you wouldn't be doing them any favors by babying them. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I don't want to keep you too long. Did you want to hang out for a few more minutes, or do you want to uh, go finish the rest of your weed and fucking veg out on the couch and stare under the stare at the ceiling and imagine helicopter I blades? Anymore. You lie. It's been like fifteen yeah. minutes. <laughs> what day is this, man? Oh, I'm serious, man. I got such a high tolerance for that shit. Oh, really? Ridiculous. Oh fuck. Yeah. Remember all the the fucking weed plants they had over there? They're like ten feet tall. And they would use them to hide in. I because, still got some pictures of them. Yeah, the thermals couldn't uh, couldn't couldn't pick them up as easy in the weed because like, the weed plants kept uh, they like gave off so much heat themselves or something, or they were so full of water. I don't know how the fuck it worked, but they were like yeah. they could hide in there. Little fuckers, <laughs> smart little bastards. I'll never forget the horizon of the opium fields. There's so much. It's like looking at it, and all you can see is water. Yeah. I heard a story, one of the guys in iCompany, I think, I don't know who it was, but had like, a, like just skinned his knee or something, I don't know, fucking whatever. But you know, the, the season where they were harvesting all the opium out of the bulbs and they'd cut them with those little tools or whatever. And the guys were going through a, a patrol through one of these fields and he had put his knee down on one of these and like it, it seeped into his leg <laughs> and he got fucked up like on opium and they had like Kazavac him because he was going to like overdose. Something like that. He got off. He was like, "I don't feel good." And they're like, "Did you get this in your blood?" He's like, "Maybe." Like, "Oh God, we gotta get you out of here." Just as a pri- just as a caution, you know, prior- as a fucking precaution. Dragon I guess. Goal. Yeah. Now he's got fucking. Now he's got an opiate addiction, which we're almost eradicated. You know, but uh, maybe that maybe. Well, there's there's on the plus side. Maybe the Taliban will er- will eradicate all the opium fields again, because they were pretty anti drugs back in those days, and after the NATO invasion, that fucking pharmaceutical companies made a lot of money but maybe they you know maybe they'll probably cut a deal but nobody can say no to that much money those afghanis are never going to know peace until they burn those fields man yeah i don't know i mean <laughs> whatever man they're on their own you know we should ever should have fucking what's done is done what can you do but um Learn from it and try to fucking, you know, be better in the future, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Gary says, my son at 18 tried to arm wrestle me. It was so sick. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be Devin's son. Anybody arm wrestling him is, you can't. <laughs> Don't even bother. Guy's a monster. 
Yeah, those those JTF guys were fucking they're savages. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah, they are. Those fucking selections. <laughs> it's a good time. Oh, what else? What else is? Do you keep in touch with? I saw one of the pictures too. I was watching, uh, just skimming through trying to find something. You're like, what did you fucking send me? I was like, I gotta get a picture to use. You know, use this. You sent me a fucking picture of fucking. Uh, <laughs> fucking Deadpool. I'm like, you look Deadpool. different. Yeah, you look different. I don't think, I don't remember this. You know, I was going through them and I was like, uh, Mike was there, Gobes, and. Um, do you keep in touch with these guys? You still talk to them? I'm heavy, I guess you do. Toronto, he's still in your area, I think, isn't he? Toronto? I would like to. I've tried to track down uh, Patey and Gobris over Patey the last too. years, and I haven't had any success. Huh. It's funny how, like, you know, close you can be with somebody, and then later it's like, I haven't talked to them in 10 years. Like, I, you never would think. It's weird, and especially with the, the Army guys, too. I remember I uh, met up with a guy in Pat that I hadn't seen, like, since that tour, and it was just like no time had passed at all. It had been, like, eight years eight nine years or something like that it was like we were roommates like way back then you know and then it was like yeah it was like no time had passed at all <laughs> it's, it's wild i wish i yeah it would be interesting to get a hold of them find out where they're all at what they're doing but i don't know i wonder if he's still in old gobras <laughs> he did he did that selection with us too didn't he i think so he did yeah was he on ours or was he on a different serial i can't remember he was on ours. Patey was on a different one. Pate, yeah, okay. Yeah. American Psycho Patey. <laughs> uh, I miss that guy, man. If you ever watching this, Patey, get in touch with me. Yeah. Yeah, he, was, he got you into the jiu-jitsu, I think, didn't he? Are you a fucking black belt yet? Are you black belt yet? Uh, Come back when you black belt. Uh, I'm a shitty purple belt. Oh, okay. I think he got you into that. I can't remember. But you guys were going doing that all the time. I did it for a little while. I don't... I get tendonitis. I'm lazy. You know? <laughs> I was never really big into I liked the I liked kickboxing and uh, Muay Thai and stuff like that. I wasn't really big into the wrestling and stuff. But, uh, you know, you get, you get to roll around with other dudes and be sweaty. It's right up your alley. You, you, guys, uh, you guys have no... You guys like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well... <laughs> All right, my battery's gonna die, so yeah. I gotta cut this short. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> get it? Cause you're short. You're like your name, and your height. Oh, I think we're the same. The I think we're the same height. <laughs> Taller than you. All right, no, you're not. You're old. <laughs> you're shrinking. Actually, look at me. I don't know. I'm probably shrunk an inch. You know, like my spine is being continually compressed. All right, man. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, let you me know like your uh, neck fat got a little heavier. Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. You you look shitty also. <laughs> Yeah, you look. You're looking. Have you stopped weightlifting yeah. entirely? You look small. Yeah. Uh, I'm healthy, bro. I got yeah. ass and everything. Yeah, I go, that's a lie. <laughs> you were eating nope. ice cream. No, it's not. I got a four pack. A f wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh well, you know, nice All trip. Right, nice trip down memory lane. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, thanks, man. I'll be in touch. We'll, we'll you know, talk later. We'll doom, doom scroll some more Instagram later or fucking uh, Telegram. Some of the shit on Telegram is wild. 
tweets and back and forth. Have you seen yeah. this? If even I'll ten, you some bad news. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> like if even ten percent of this is true, we're so fucked. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so hopefully it's all wrong. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Cheers. I'll see you next time. Pro Patria. Pro paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Pro Patria. Yeah. Right on, brother. Cheers. I'll see you next time. Later, homie. Bye, man. Bye. This. Turn this up. How do I? How do I end it? There we go. Well, you know, um, thought it would be worth uh, having them on. We're talking. It's uh, it's fun talking to those guys about some of the old, uh, you know, the old nonsense. A lot of inside jokes and, and silliness, whatever. But hey, you know, just letting people know it's not just me. There's a lot of us. A lot of us out there on the same page. Not everybody wants to fucking come on. You know, come on screen and do all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate that. And talking about some, some shit that was, uh, you know, we try and laugh about it a bit, but it's pretty disturbing. Some of the stuff that, uh, you know, we went through and he went through specifically like that, uh, that lab fucking situation was pretty, pretty nasty. You know, you're picking up, uh, like I said, it was six guys and nine stretchers and he had to pick up the pieces, literally him and another guy, uh, uh, Seely and a few others. And, you know, um, you know, and then you get told that you're the bad guy and you don't care about other people. You don't care about the country and all, you know, this kind of shit. So you can see how it, uh, you can see how the last 10 years or so of the, uh, liberal rule has, has been sitting with people like us and how the rhetoric is going and how we appreciate or don't so much, um, you know, the way we're being spoken to and talked down to and talked about and treated essentially is, um, pretty despicable. So, I mean, it's not that, uh. Hard to imagine why a lot of these guys are so angry. Yeah, uh, Kelly says thanks. Everybody says thanks. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's uh, it's tough to talk about for some of these guys, and you know, but I appreciate it. And glad he could make it. And uh, tom- not tomorrow, Thursday. I got to go double check. I'm going to text him now and see if he's still up for it. But if uh, that'll be fucking quite an interesting guy to talk to. I've never, never just over like DMs and stuff, right? And text, but I've never talked to him, talked to him, sat down, had a conversation with him. But um, Thursday, we'll see. Uh, be pretty fun. Uh, Greg Jeffrey says, I'm definitely grateful for my life. Uh, Seg 84, interesting to, to hear how it really was. Yeah, the media tells you one version of reality, and it's just not correct. They, they, it's very sanitized, and it's bullshit. Um, and he's, I mean, that's just one guy of, like, I don't know how many I could fucking bring here near that, t- you know, they're all, it's all going to be similar versions of the same shit. Uh, you know, kids on fire and <laughs> rape and body parts and fucking, oh, yeah, it was a dandy time. And then the government says, you're asking for more than we're willing to give right now. While he gives himself a pay raise and steals a quarter of a million dollars to give to his mom and $50,000 to his brother and on and on and on. And it's not just the liberals, the fucking conservatives do it too. The NDP are too incompetent to get into power, but if they ever did, they will rob this fucking place blind. Jagmeet Singh will get more fucking expensive Rolex watches and get another BMW and another, you know, they're all the same. Um, They don't give a shit. So, you know. I think the only way out is to, you know, we, we need to acknowledge and say that we don't need these fucking people anymore. Uh, we never did. Rally up all the good people, you, you know, find your friends and network and build communities uh, with like-minded people that have souls and, and care and, and are willing to uh, do the hard things, you know? Not so much these fucking, you know, these prostitutes that work in the government and just basically exist on your, on your dime. Uh, Faith and Hope says, good to, good to talk about it, but better to hear hard shit to go through. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you, glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, 
mentioned the yellow ribbon campaign. I don't hear much about it anymore. Yeah, that's all over. It was just, what have you done for me lately? You know, that's the attitude. And uh, it's, a th- it's, you know, no, nobody joins up and they shouldn't to, to be thanked or to want parades. And nobody did. Um, I fuck, I should have brought this up to him too. The, uh, the combat badge they wanted to give us, right? Or, or Hillier did, General Hillier did. Um, it, just, it was just something to put on your uniform. That's it. To visually distinguish the guys that actually were in combat versus the ones that were not ever shot at or blown up or fucking anything like that. Because it's the least you can do as just a show of respect and like gratitude, you know what I mean? So they can be, be shown the proper respect as someone that, that deliberately volunteered, you know, to go. And uh, no, the army shut that down because it was be too hard for the other kinds of people to act like badasses because you can't fake that. There's only one way to earn those kinds of things. In the United States, they have them, the combat infantry badge and, and so on. We don't have that in Canada. We just have a, everybody's the same. We're all one big happy family team. And well, that's nice. But, you know, the least you could do is pay these guys the respect they deserve. And, you know, you can't even do that. So, you know, something to think about if you're going to join the military in this country. I mean, so hope you know what you're getting into. They're, um, it ain't what it used to be. And, that, and it didn't used to be that great. And now it's much worse. Uh, GDR America says I'd rather see Dagalon flag stickers and yellow ribbons. Yeah, we got to get a hold of those. Frank has sold so many of these, and he's doing it at cost. He's not making any money, but uh, hundreds of these have gone out the door now. Um, another couple dozen there the other day. He's got a bunch more coming. It's craziness. Um, you guys are maniacs. Uh, thank you for supporting him, and that he didn't, you know, throw all this money because he ordered a few hundred of these, you know, up front. Had to pay for them. It's a lot of money. Twenty eight dollars a flag, you know. And, uh, you know, he made his money back, so that's great. Um, do, what? Oh, I could get into that, but I don't, I don't, I don't have time right now. But, yes, uh, angry soldier. Paying for my own mental health, and I'm still serving. Yeah, it's, um, he's asking for more than he's, you know. Ding, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to get one, uh, proton, uh, flags of Dagalon at protonmail.com. You can go pick one up if you want. And uh, the whoopee hoodies, if you want one. Again, Sean Ernst another, um, Afghanistan uh, Times veteran, era veteran, uh, at badmofoco.ca, and you can go support him as well. Get one of those bad boys. Uh, uh, a picture up there on Instagram. Oh, you can see it there. Here it is. One of these guys. One of these cool, let's uh, take from stupid, ugly face. One of these uh, sweaters here. Pullovers. Bunny hug. The Saskatchewan. Um, you know, go get one. They rule. Actually, they're all sold out. I think already. <laughs> He'll get more. He'll get more. And he already he he called me, and texted me right after that. So he's like, "Dude, I sold so fucking many." Apparently, I'm Wooby Hoodie Salesman of the Year. Um, I'm not satisfied with that. I want to go like for decade, like all time. I want the trophy. I want to have the goat trophy of, of Wooby selling. I'm gonna keep pushing it. Um. Gary says, give Frank a little extra people. I did and had to force it on him. Uh, take it. Force him to take it because he's humble. Yeah, I know. I keep telling him to like take some money for himself. He won't fucking do it. So I'm going to have to just lose money at his house or something. I don't know what I'm going to have to do. But again, thanks a lot, Frank, for the flags and everything you're doing. And check out the meme page at Diagalon on Instagram. It's hilarious. And there's one on uh, Telegram as well. Uh, the Ferryman's Toll runs that. And he's doing a little cross-Canada tour right now meeting up with you guys and people all over the place. And he's going to be here next month, I understand. And we're going to have a fucking great time at the end of the month. Uh, end of August, end of next month. A whole bunch of people coming up. So look forward to that. I don't know if I might uh, stream part of it. or so. I don't know what we'll do. Um, I don't know. The priority is to just, you know, have a good time. and Meet, greet, and have fun. And 
find your friends and all that kind of thing. But anyway, um, that's going to do it for now. I got to go get some food and I got stuff to do. I should probably go to the gym because, uh, you know, he's right. I'm fat. My neck, my neck, this fucking guy, you know, <laughs> your neck fat's gotten wider. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I should probably go, go get into that. All right, guys. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed that. And, uh, there'll be more Thursday. Um, I'll have somebody. Oh, Dylan Hillier is another one. He's going to be coming soon. Um, yeah. Anytime now, maybe this week or next week. And I got, you know, it just, just stick, just stick around. There's all kinds of violent, uh, horrible shit we can hear about, hear about. He's uh, Randy Hill, your son. He actually went and fought, volunteered to go fight ISIS in Syria because he was bored, you know, felt like doing something, you know, got out of the army and was like, ah, I feel left out. You know, that'll be, that'd be interesting to talk to him about that. And, uh, his buddy, another, the brother of, um, one of the guys uh, Mitch mentioned there, his roommate, my roommate, um, Kevin, his brother Mike, did the same thing. He was in the Navy and then got out to go do the same. He went and go went and fucked those people up there in, in Syria and Iraq and so on. But anyway, lots more to not lots more to come. So I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, that'll be that'll be it for now. It's another presentation of Bigot One Hundred Four. Um, I can't find the uh, the song that I was playing earlier. Philip, you fucked, you know, you always do. Oh, it's just, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm dumb. Thanks so much, guys. RagingDistant.com and tomorrow as well. EntropyStream.live slash RagingDistant here. Trovo and all, all the other places. 8 p.m. Eastern for 156. Uh, no, we're going to keep it. I don't know if I'm going to do Friday. I might take Friday off. I'm looking at, we're taking a long weekend and just uh, taking a break for a bit. I might do another stream Thursday night. Maybe I'll do Wednesday and Thursday and take Friday off or maybe I just won't. We'll see, but uh, you'll find out. Sure, we'll, we'll, we'll come to some kind of uh, agreement. Sure. I can't be here every day, can I? Not like I got much else to do. <laughs> Full draw, thanks again for that other one. I, I missed it till the end. I'll check it out later. I'm going to do some cycling. Got to get rid of my Italian pans. <laughs> As always, thanks, Rage, and thanks, Mitch. Yeah, thank you, brother. I hope you're doing well. You and the wife and the kids and everybody else uh, and all the other guys that are out there, if you're listening, watching. Royal Patria, take care of yourselves and uh, stick around. We need every single one of you. We'll see you next time. <laughs>